guys. Yep. Oh. I said, okay, guys, we're back at it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did they hear that? I thought, okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> New technologies. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, when we last left our heroes, after a well-deserved rest, the party awoke in their last day in Trellis before venturing off to Lucy's hometown of Boku to find the man named Maxon. However, upon awakening, Ollie noticed two of his friends missing, with all of their gear gone as well. Quickly alerting the party, they set off to discover the whereabouts of their missing companions, and while Eli returned shortly after an innocent trip to the market, it was Trix who was up to a bit more of an elusive mission. Returning to the site of the previous battle with the Black Knight Radcliffe, she sought out the corpse of the Black Knight with the intention of having her patron inhabit the body. But the body had already been moved to the Golden Anvil Guildhall, which she was unable to gain access to due to her not being affiliated with the guild. And while her patron, Fergus, believed she was capable of finding a body for him, he did forewarn her that she has until the new moon or he will relinquish her powers for good. Returning back to the Hawkins Institute, Trix and her companions had a breakfast before going to the trader Rick uh, to inquire about the mystical memoir seemingly written by Alara's old memoir, mentor. And while it was supposed to be a quick and easy trip, Lucy's inherited magic seemed to have another idea in mind. Without notice, Lucy was struck with a surge of wild magic, turning him into a ragdoll just in time to draw attention to the city guard prior to entering the shop. And while it did cause a commotion, it was nothing that our quick-witted heroes couldn't overcome. With most of the party dealing with the commotion outside, Alara and Pavo entered the shop, only to find that Rick had moved the book to the Gemforge Bank for safekeeping until the city settled once more. Leaving the store empty-handed, the friends hatched a bit of a plan to retrieve the book at a later date. And while in the middle of discussions, their small city guide, Ryo, arrived just in time for one last goodbye before they head to the city gates. Now leaving the city proper, they ventured towards the Grey Wizard's Tower in hopes to secure a few pegasi for the trip north. However, upon arriving at the tower, they were instead greeted to a massive crater where the tower once stood. With the hopes of Greys escaping, the party began their journey north, and it wasn't too long before they came across another wizard named Dalmar, who asked to join the party on their trip to the kingdom known as Bo Boku. And so, our story continues. As you all continue to make your way along the forest path, Dalmar continues to tell you tales of his trips to Boku. You trek onward for another few hours, relatively uneventful, before you take note that the sun's light is having a more difficult time penetrating through the canopy above. The light does seep through, but it seems to be changing to a bright orange and pink color. And as you pass by an opening in the canopy leaves, you see the sky is becoming translucent as a few stars begin to peer down back at you. What would you all like to do? Ultane? Not all at once now. I feel like we need a rest. Yeah. I don't want to rest, but I think we need a rest. 
You don't want to rest? No. What? Why I want to get to Boku. Well, it's going to be a while. It's going to yeah, be at least six more days. So we should chill out a little bit. Or we should make haste and, and you know, put some road behind us. I don't think we should travel at night. I was going to say, are the woods safe at night? Uh, they are, unless we launch some fireworks. <laughs> cool. Which well, again, Lucy, you, you Lucy, you walked here. How were the woods at night? Uh, I definitely didn't travel at night. I I set up camp without too much issue, personally. But all right, okay. So let's make camp. No. So did we decide if we're gonna drink the ale, though, guys? Did someone say ale? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no. No, no one said ale. By the way, I've been looking for my flask for the last little while. Has anyone has anyone seen it? You didn't have flask, a flask. That's, yeah, that's no, really no, weird. I always carry one. my flask. No, nah, right, you didn't I, have it here. I, I haven't I, seen you with a flask. Hey, Laura, was I that have, the one I, you threw into the woods? Jesus. Oh. No, that <laughs> was not at all. I don't What are you talking about, Ollie? Oh, um, I guess I saw things. Probably. You're probably just tired. You need to rest. Mm, No, I'm not tired. It's it's quite all right. I can, uh, I I have something special for that. And he begins to raise his staff up into the sky. You all watch as almost the light around him begins to merge in onto the gem of his staff leaving a a sort of blackness around the green glow that inhibits. He takes a deep breath in, puffing his chest out, and with a loud bellow, shouts out, Returnio Flasciscus! And as he says this, his flask returns directly in front of his hand. Ah, I knew I'd be able to find it somehow. That's a handy spell. Maybe not so loud next time. We are not trying to... Get that much attention, you know? Yeah. Some good advice. Duly noted. So, wait, 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 wait. So let me get this straight. You're just going to, like, come with us. You're not going to teleport us. Well, uh, I can try to teleport you, but without knowing a specific circle that I can enter, it will be a rough estimate. So, if you're okay with something like that, and he takes a huge swig of his flask, I would be happy to accommodate. Nah, no, okay. thank you. Well, I'm gonna go for the walk. Perhaps we will uh, find a way to find carriage or something along those lines. Hopefully I'm in no hurry safe... to go back to Boku, so I'm okay with roughing it for a few more days. You don't miss Lucy, home at why, all. Yeah, why are you so against it? You know I don't want to see my parents there. But but You're why? Well aware of but that. why, Lucy? Things are hairy. I don't want to go any further than that. That's all. Oh. Well, Which maybe one of tonight. them is hairy? Mm-hmm. Ollie, we we gotta work on you, man. Okay, right. so how about we find a place to rest? We drink some of the ale, and while we're waiting for the effects to hit, you can talk about all this hairiness. I 
I I think at least some of us should keep clear minds. I was gonna say, now. is it? Shouldn't we be somewhere a little bit more secure? Yeah, maybe we know. save the ale for next town or something. Because Bobakus did say that it. Yeah, he said that it could get pretty potent. We don't really know how it's gonna affect us. But okay. we love the enthusiasm, Alara. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we promise it's happening. Okay. Just maybe not tonight. Okay. Maybe once we get to a town on the way to Boku. I'm okay with that. And then fireworks. <laughs> right. Well, well, God, has, who better uh, buy fireworks? How did she get fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> that would be Laura. <laughs> As you uh, as in, as you just simply mention the word fireworks, your senses begin to tingle, almost like that of a child eating cotton candy for the first time. You feel a revigoration as the golden oldies have granted you inspiration. Wow, guys! I feel so good. Suddenly, this is like a sugar burst right before bed. Great. Sounds like you have oh, plenty no. of energy to set up camp. I'll uh, I'll just go sit down then. <laughs> oh come on, you can help, Lucy. Wait, are we gonna set it up here though? Well, where are we? I'll look Good around. Good place as any. Yeah, like, is there a clearing the or something just yeah. off uh, the road or something? Lucy and Eli make a perception check for me. How's your perception? It's mm. <laughs> not the best. <laughs> Mine's plus four, but okay. <laughs> all right. Do you want to do it and I'll assist? Is that okay, DM? Uh, absolutely. All I'm right. Okay so with okay. go with advantage. Good thing we did. It's 23. <laughs> First one was an 11. <laughs> 23. Uh, not too far off the path. You see a bit more of a clearing. There seems to be a little bit of a an overhang uh, of a small cliffside that faces it that would pretty well block any wind uh, or create possibly a, a decent defense barrier for you. All right. I'll relay that I, I see that and say that'd be a good place. Let's, uh, let's head over there and set up. Sounds good. Okay. All right. All right, who's got the tents? <laughs> oh no! What? what? I know Alpha had a tent. Was it in his bag of holding by chance? <laughs> I thought we took his bag. We did take all his stuff. Yeah, Alcor. I don't think I don't think he had a tent. Wasn't Odie who had a tent? I thought you had I've a never tent. Never needed a tent. I don't think I had a tent. I <laughs> I don't have a tent. I don't have a tent either. Okay, I'm perfectly so, comfortable I sleeping a in a tree, so I'm good. Well, that's great, Pavel. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Can I guess we're roughing it? Perhaps yeah. Delmar can just summon a tent. He was able to just recall a, a flask. Maybe he can do it with a tent. Well, I've never tried with tents before, but uh, I can give it a shot and. I'll try not to if be as loud please. this time, Lucy. I promise. He closes his eyes and begins to concentrate thoroughly. He squeezes his eyes tight as you see almost a little bead of sweat start to form at the top of his forehead. 
And as the light begins to emanate from his staff once more, he calls out, Antinor Erectus! And as he says this, suddenly three (laughs) tents pop up out of nowhere, completely set up. They are rather worn, put together with a little bit of patchwork and sewn up, uh, but they are three fully working tents. I'm surprised that worked, if I'm being honest. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go poke my head into one of them, see what they look like on the inside. (laughs) They're a pretty standard tent, uh, really just your your four-post tent that uh, peek up into kind of a a triangle, uh, almost like it just set up with the branches themselves and then like tarps kind of hung over top of the center. Okay. Sweet. These look great. Yeah. That's great. Thank you for being useful. I'm That's very useful. I'm very powerful. We should we should totally trade spells. Um hold on, let me see if I can find my spell book somewhere. And mm-hmm. he pulls out this satchel that complete mess there's pages just kind of generally jammed in there he opens it up you see a lot of the pages already crumpled up some kind Mm -hmm. of brownish yellowish stains on a lot of the pages um (laughs) probably a coffee i just got to make sure that based on your facial expression i I reiterate that back Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Take a look. I've got lots of great spells in there. Thanks. Um, I'll show him my spells that are not time magic related. As you pull out this beautiful, well-organized um, spell book with glitter on all over the front cover. Uh, you begin to pry it open and and very specifically go through a few pages as he's looking at it. Well, mm, it looks like you could use some more spells. Do you know Screaming Cock? <laughs> no. What is Bless that? You. Let me show you that one. It's a great nope. one. And he holds his staff up and slams mm-hmm. it down into the ground. All of a sudden, a rooster's head uh, ethereally no. appears over top of the gemstone and lets out a loud that echoes on into the night. I look I, to the rest of the group. I will you- come out of the tent <laughs> and be like, what the hell is all that noise? Wasn't me. We you just guys talked think about I should this. learn a spell? <laughs> should I learn oh, the right, spell? Right. No, Do you have I, anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, let's see. I have, uh, hmm. Before you say it, maybe not demonstrate it. Maybe just tell us what it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's no fun. Mm. Well, maybe if they're just quiet, maybe just let us know if they're going to be loud before you show us. Or, or you could show got, us I've in got the one. morning. This one's, this one's a little bit quieter. Do you are you familiar with uh, Blood of a Thousand Valleys? No. Okay, let's everyone stand back. This one. I, I, I don't know if that's a good idea. It's no. Maybe 
wait till the morning. We'll see. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. Come on, just step back, and I'll pull him I back. I get, I get more nervous every time you tell me that. Lucy, gonna... you just turned into a freaking yarn doll. Let me learn my magic, okay? I'm gonna step far back yeah, and, Lucy, and just let her do her thing. Why you gotta hold <laughs> down a, a strong, independent woman like that? No, 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 no. You don't get to talk to my friends like that. I don't think so. You're incredibly right. You go right ahead, and I'm going to go into one of the tents. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Lucy. We'll talk later. All right. Uh, I'm going to shield fidget. (laughs) (laughs) He begins to look at the paper and turning it upside down and looking at it. Hmm. It's been a while since I've I've cast this one, so just bear with me for a second. Ilara. All right, I've got yes? it. Everyone, stand back. We're I'll stand we're back. Doing that. Definitely standing back. Mm-hmm. If the blood of a thousand valleys literally comes pouring out right now, I will be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, <laughs> closes his eyes once more, beginning to summon the magic around him. His staff begins to glow once more. And as he does, you all begin to look around, waiting for the reaction of the spell. He slams his staff down once more into the ground. And you watch as almost like an arcane ley line begins to spread across the grass and dirt itself, a very vibrant red. As it comes to a stop, it begins to glow a small ember as a single dandelion begins to raise from the ground. Wow. Wow. Might have done that one wrong. Hold on. Let me (laughs) Wow. That was impressive. Well, you've got the general idea of my mighty powers. I mean, we can totally Uh trade spells. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, again, I will show him all the spells that are not time magic spells then. <laughs> this is this is all you have? These are all your, that's like your best spell? These are the best spells anyone has ever had. I mean, come of on. Of course. I, f- right. I defeated Kyle the Illusionist with the first one. I thought well, what it was you, yeah, what is, what, No, I think, uh, I think that's what they call him. Dalmar um, the Delusion... Oh, yes, the yes. Dalmar the Delusionist, because I had defeated the Illusionist, so I de-illusioned the Illusionist. Mm-hmm. Super right. scientific. I'm going to stretch and be cough. like, all right, that's enough magic for me, and I'm going to go into the closest tent and go to sleep. Already? <laughs> it's not even dark yet, Eli. We've seen stars. It's dark. Fine. Why not trade for the teleportation or the summoning spell? Those are way more useful than the screaming cock or the dandelion growing spell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you said you could teleport. Can I have that spell? I, well, <laughs> no. I don't really have that one written down. <laughs> I just kind of memorized that one. Right. That's fair. But I can try writing it down on the way to Boku. Sure, that would be nice. All right, are we friends now, though? I don't know. You were kind of rude to me earlier, so... um, I apologize. I sometimes drink a little too much. I get a little hasty. 
And I was just in the middle of a massive battle when you guys arose. I mean, uh, the adrenaline was pumping. That guy That's stole my staff. Oh, yeah. That wasn't that wasn't a battle. It was just stuck in the tree. Well, potato, potato. Okay. Well, let's just say, as a good friend of mine now once told me, let's just be acquaintances for now, and we'll see where it goes. Okay, I think that's fair. Okay. I'm gonna right. pick the dandelion and say, super powerful magic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming that these spells are not actually usable of game. Are you kidding me? These are the best spells that D&D's ever had. I mean, I okay. actually just got off the phone with Wizards of the Coast asking uh -huh. if I could write those into source material for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, how us. else are we going to wake up in the morning? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. My boy That's C. Perky, was he was all about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, um... Are Lucy and Eli in the same tent? Yeah, who is going into the same tents? I'm not going in a tent, so I'll keep going. Well, when I said I, I was going in a tent, I assume I would go to the closest one, too. So, yeah, I think me and Eli are, are bunking up. So that's... I don't know how many how many people can fit in these tents. Uh, <laughs> probably two into another tent. Probably two or three in each tent, max. It's somebody's going to have the drunken wizard in there with them. Okay, cool. Fuck <laughs> me. I'm going to go into the tent with Eli and Lucy both in it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's going crazy yeah. right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, get your damn minds out of the gutter. Jesus, Murphy. I was thinking like an innocent... Never mind. Yeah, yeah never mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> You guys could do um, each other's nails and hair, and it'd be great. I don't think Lucy's going to let anybody touch his hair. That's fair. That's Definitely fair. not Eli. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> now I kind of want to try. <laughs> um, when, Full stealth check. <laughs> when, Alara, when Alara comes in, I'll just be like, did we figure out who's taking watch? No. I th actually think Ollie said he would. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go sentry, and I'll I'll be able to keep an eye out. Okay. Yeah. Plus, Pablo sleeps in the trees or something like that, right? All right. Just making sure. I thought he was joking. Okay. Um. No. Oh, you have you. I don't know if you've been with us when Pablo has just like slept in trees before. He does that. That's a thing he does. <laughs> I'm weirdly not surprised. <laughs> Right. So then, what's in the other tent? Who's in the other tent? There's two other tents. Shade and Trix? And the I drunk guess. guy? Or the drunk guy has his own tent? Dalmar. There's still one more tent. If you There's three to tents that. total. Three yeah. tents. I just, yeah. listen, I just want to talk to these two. <laughs> okay. Tent. I can leave after if we really want to go on about the tents right now. I really no, want to stop just, giving you guys I was tents. just wondering. <laughs> Sorry. If okay, they're all heading to a tent, tent. I'm going to find Shane, a tree with a good vantage point that also I can kind of perch into as well. So not only have the benefit of supporting me, but having a clear view to kind of keep an eye out until I go to sleep. Okay. 
So we've got Alara and Eli and Lucy in one. <laughs> Shade is hanging out outside. Trix, where are you going? Are you going in a tent? I'm in another tent. Yeah, a different right. one. And Pavo's up in a tree. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Eli and Lucy and Trix in a tent. A true recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy's just glad that Shade is in the tent with him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be full house, but I guess not. Hey, Are you happy that Shade is in here? One. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> just a shadow looming over the tent. <laughs> just see a silhouette of just Shade like, staring at the tent. <laughs> there's a, there's a shadow like Jurassic Park. Just like... <laughs> All right. So, uh... Dalmar kind of looks around and sees that there's an open tent and heads on into his. All right. So, Lucy. Yes. So, now that we're in like a more private setting, why don't you tell me a little bit about your parents? That way I can help when we get there. I'm curious as to why you're, you're so interested, honestly. Because we're going there? We're derailing everyone to go We're to not there. We, as a group, are not there to see my parents. That is because Shade is with us. We are going to go see Maxon. Maxon? Is Have you forgotten your... our whole purpose as to why we're going to Boku? I thought you couldn't forget. Yep. <laughs> nope, I, I didn't. I was just testing you. <laughs> Yeah, but we have to stop by and say hi to your parents because I called your mom. <gasps> Should I call her again now? I don't see the purpose in that. <gasps> Maybe she, she could already send knows a carriage. <gasps> she could send us a carriage down the road. That's a possibility. I I suppose. <laughs> okay. All right. Your, um, uh, your own prerogative, I guess, if you would like to. Absolutely. I, I want to talk to your mom anything. again. Yeah. So I don't have anything well, further to tell her. She knows we're on the way. So. Okay. Well, I'll ask her to send a carriage. Is I it late? Speed up the whole press. I, does it matter? Wouldn't you want well, a phone call any time of the night? A happy mm -hmm. one saying like, "Hey, how's it going?" Hey, mom and she dad, can enjoy... you come and pick me up from the party? <laughs> she does enjoy her beauty rest. I was gonna say, speaking for myself, no. Well, I, just, I could just talk really quiet and say, excuse me, you're probably sleeping, but because if I wait till tomorrow, then I'll waste a whole spell. He does have a point. <laughs> it's uh, like I said, it's up to you if you end up waking her up and getting on the wrong foot right away with my mother, then you're welcome to do that. Yeah, you want to start off on a good what? foot with the in-laws. <laughs> I'll just shoot a look at, you, at Eli. Isn't that right, Lucille? Give him a little nudge. <laughs> Lucille, yeah, why don't you like being called by your full name? Will this get you off my back if I just answer this question and then I can go to bed? No, I have a lot of questions. But it's his dad's name, there. no? If you're the third, I'm guessing dad's second. Brilliant, brilliant. We don't like that. There we go. Oh. So why don't you like your dad? See, this I'm curious about too. <laughs> We're doing Eli, this <laughs> I'll just turn to Eli and say, you gotta tone it down, you gotta be more sensitive, okay? Just be a little more sensitive, less confrontational. Okay. I'll look at Elara and I'll be like, funny. I gotta turn it down? 
I am pleasant, okay? <laughs> I'm nothing but welcoming and open space. Safe space, Lucy. I, um, I don't know. There's, there's ample reasons I could, I could tell you. Um, let's just say he, for one, didn't care for the company that I kept um, while I was in Boku. He has strong ideals that don't conform with my own and um, took incredibly drastic measures um, against my views and so I left. Hmm. I know that's probably too vague for you, but that's about what you're going to get right now, so. I get it. Is he a bad person or a bad dad? I suppose it would depend on who you ask, but if you're asking me, I think he's uh, bad at both, personally. He has some work to do in in both those aspects of his life. Wow. More so the person than the dad, but maybe that's just me being forgiving. Somewhat, anyway. Man, I am so thirsty. Yes, from the travels, all are parched. Oh, got it. (laughs) And thank you, our friends, for ensuring that we are hydrated. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, to drink something? (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything Um, else? Do we need to be careful? Oh, yeah. Are they dangerous? Yeah. Like, what if I said something really radical? No. Would they, like, Such chain me up and throw me away? like that. I just want to know, an example. you know, what my limits are. What would be um, something radical, you might say? <laughs> <laughs> she could, like, open her mouth and say anything. <gasps> he might. <laughs> I'm just That's joking. so mean. <laughs> You know I'm joking. Come on. I don't know. I don't know if you are. All right. Well, I am. Okay. I will say well, I'm worried about your um, social tendencies and what? how you might <laughs> act in the presence, in the presence of higher class citizens. Hot. Oh, what are you saying, Lucy? Well, you can be a little erratic at times. Guys, this tent, this energy is so mean in this tent. You know what? I thought this Shane, was a safe Shane space. thought I was a princess. She, he thought I was a princess, so I don't understand. What's the problem? I'm going to do one curtsy, and they're going to love me. And then I'm going to tell your dad that he's done a terrible job raising you, and he needs to love you more. Um, I wouldn't, I would avoid that conversation personally if I were you. And also, we need to talk about the curtsy because, Mm -hmm. man, your last few attempts at a curtsy, (laughs) as seasoned as you are at it, Mm -hmm. leave a lot to be desired. (laughs) Well, fine. I will practice then. Do you? (laughs) You know what? I do need a new dress. You're right. the dress okay no seriously though lucy are you do you know how to bow and curtsy are you all fancy like that i was raised doing these things okay well then why not curtsying in particular but 
Yes. Well, I'm sure you could teach me how. It's gonna be a out of game. We're gonna need a montage. Yes, <laughs> Princess Diaries montage. Uh, I mean, I can I can do the, my best to teach you in the short time we have before we get there. <gasps> do they have like formal dances there and stuff? They do. Oh my gosh, are you gonna teach me how to dance? Boy, it's getting late. <laughs> um, you know, yes. I will. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll instruct yes. and maybe. Mm -hmm. I'll. I'll see. What, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> I'm a little worried that you might step on my feet a few hundred times. I think you underestimate me. I think a lot of people do actually. I usually use that to my advantage, but this is just me. Oh, well, I would love to be proven wrong. Trust me. <laughs> well, then you have to teach me how to dance. You have to dance with me. Eli will yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired? Are you volunteering? <laughs> you don't want to dance with me? Did, well, did you ask me in game if I was volunteering? Right now yes. I did, yeah. Game, yes, I did. <laughs> no, I'm yawning. I Don't you think I'm a little short? To be your dancing partner? No, do you think you're too short? Oh. <laughs> okay, well, that's too bad. I don't I've never been to a though. dance before. I've been to like a party, but. No. I, I'm gonna look Eli up and down and, and ask um, just how tall are you exactly? I don't know, four foot something. <laughs> Not tall enough. Well, I mean, if. If y'all would like to see what it's like to dance with someone your height, I can help. <laughs> who are you gonna oh, send me, me up are, with? Yeah, wait, yeah. Well, who are you talking to, me? Or are you saying it, that you- We can do it right now, and I'm gonna cast Enlarge on <laughs> Eli. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So I'll roll my d20 like first to make sure that my wild magic doesn't go off. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're good. And I will cast Enlarge on Eli. Ooh, how tall am I? You are double your height, so... I'm 80! As Eli begins to grow, the tent actually starts to pick up off the ground, now uh, being completely compressed down by the, uh, by the tent. Eli, you've reached new heights, my friend. <laughs> wow. I'll be like very clumsily. I'm going to be like, oh my God, what is happening here? Can somebody help me with this? Of course. Oh. And I'll take Eli and I'll take Alara <laughs> and I'll like push them together. And then I'll just start going, and one, two, three, and one, two, three. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Am I and not I'll be like, moving them around. Am I not like stuck in the, the tent? tent? <laughs> Well, I assume you crouched over a little bit, but I'm still doing it. Okay. So, is that what's happening, DM? Am I crouched over? Because I thought I had, like, I was standing and the tent was, like, oh, like hanging over me. Yeah, from the, from Either the way, outside, I'm still doing it. Pavo, Ollie, and Shade can now see these large uh, calves that are sticking up underneath the now completely raised tent as it kind of sways back and forth. Hmm. Um, Ollie. Guys, I think I broke it. <laughs> what would you like to do? Yeah. 
I take notice of this and um <laughs> confused. I'm just gonna look to Fidget and be like, how are you doing? I'm just gonna grab some leaves from uh, the tree and I'm just gonna kind of well, whatever the nearest tree is, and I'm just gonna kinda like lean up against the tree to go into my sentry mode and then take Fidget, put him on my hand with the leaves, and then just kind of go sentry mode like that. Make an animal handling check for me. Oh, am I gonna squish him? <laughs> no, this can't be his end. <laughs> <laughs> Natural 20, 23. <gasps> Natural 20, wow. Um, okay. As Fidget begins to move along your hand, inch by inch towards the leaf, he leans over and smells at it and then looks back at you and you see his tiny little head wave or nod back and forth or shake back and forth. He uh, then extends his body over to a particular bush. And, can, and just using his little inchworm body, he ke- starts to point over to the bush. All right, I'd like to go inspect the bush. Okay, as uh, as you walk over to the bush, you begin to pick some of the leaves off of it. As you look down into the bush, you see a uh, very well-carved stick. That's about eight inches long. It's got beautiful... Uh, vines and petals over top of it. Um, okay. And the stick's detached from the bush, or is that part of the, the bush? Stick, the stick is detached from the bush. It clearly looks like it's much thicker, a different kind of stalk than the rest of the plant, uh, and is just kind of dipped down into the bush itself. Okay. Can, I'd like to grab the stick then. And then with my other hand, and then kind of hold my uh, hand that has fidget on it towards the stick within reach of fidget. Okay. As you take hold of the stick, it suddenly begins to expand rapidly into that of almost a, a six foot long staff. It has beautiful carvings within it of flowers and fauna, uh, vines and leaves, some that you've never actually seen before. Hmm. Can I cast Identify on it? You absolutely can. You want to take 10 minutes or do you want to use a spell slot? I'll use a spell slot. Okay. Looking over this strange staff, you close your eyes and pull towards Gibble attempting to uh, have him give you some of the magical knowledge to know what this item is. Suddenly a sense rings back over top of you. You've now identified this as the Staff of Flowers. Oh. Anywhere that you go, you can use the staff in order to make a small garden bloom. Oh. Um, do I have to attune to it before I can do that? Nope. Okay, I'd I'd like to kind of find a nice patch uh, far enough away from the tents and try to use it, I guess. 
All right, holding out the staff and focusing on the area that you're looking at, beautiful golden flowers begin to emanate and immediately bloom from small saplings. The air suddenly begins to change in scent to that of a sweet-smelling, almost honey-like smell to it. And then the bees came. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd like to grab one of the flowers, pick it, and and then hold it up to fidget. You pick one of the. It looks more like a, a trumpet flower with very um, a very long petal and almost like a cup shape to it. As you do, fidget immediately dives into it, and you see a little bit of pollen kind of. Poof, out from over as he dives in. Uh, It's almost audible the amount he seems to be eating. All right, sweet. I'll just um, find like, like, because my pendant's on my chest, I'm going to just kind of poke the flower stem through it so the flower's just there with fidget as I then go. I'll just go sentry mode right here. Okay. Is there anything anyone else would like to do for the evening? That's all. Okay. Can I see what the world looks like when I'm eight feet tall and fix the tent? (laughs) Sure. Uh, Stepping out (laughs) of the tent. um, It doesn't look that much different. Other than you can clearly see the top of some of your companions' heads. Surprisingly enough, Ollie's head is particularly shiny on the top. <laughs> yeah, we'll just kind of be like, huh, and then I'll go and fix the tent. Okay. You spend a few moments uh, to fix the tent before you bed down for the evening. Seeing giant Eli over there, I'm just thankful that I keep my way from Lucy. Yeah, no, I'm assuming I'm assuming you're just up in your nest shaking your head at this point in time. Pretty much. Okay. You all bed down for a night's rest. Most of the night goes relatively quietly. However, Ollie, late into the evening, your eyes begin to open. As something has set off your senses, a sporadic rustling of leaves can be heard in a relatively close proximity. Um, all right. I'm intrigued. I'll go inspect it. As you begin to awaken and start walking over, the rustling gets louder and is now happening in different areas just above the overhang that uh, you are now camped out in front of. Okay. Um, where do I see someone? Is like shade nearby or do I see someone else nearby? Shade is kind of wrapped up close to some logs that you had set down in front of the campfire. Uh, it just seems to be asleep at this point. Alright, I'd like to carefully go over to him and kind of like shake him like, hey, you might want to wake up if you can. What is it? Um, 
there's a lot of rustling in the bushes around us, and it's not just in one spot. We could be getting ambushed right now. That was not meant to be a pun. <laughs> it is now. It just, it's automatic now. <laughs> Your default setting, man. Yeah. How far is this rustling from us? Is it far away? Make a perception check for me. Sure. That's a zero. Okay. Nice. The uh, sounds seem to be uh, emanating throughout this small cavern. It seems to have this strange amplifying effect where it's hard to tell exactly where the sounds are coming from. However, you start to hear another noise. Oh. 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 What was that? I get, I get my weapons out. I guess I should wake the others. This doesn't... This could be bad. Just use, use your shield. Good idea. Um, <laughs> what was that? How do I do that? Um, I stand behind him. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll hold up my shield as he's standing behind me and, and just say, Arthur. As you do, the face of the shield begins to morph once again into that of uh, a lion as it roars out, completely saturating the entire area around you. You, all of your companions immediately wake up. I need everyone other than Shade to roll constitution saves for me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> also, hello raiders. Oh my god. Ooh, natural hey. 20. Hey. Holy crap. Hey, oh, wow. Raider. Hey. All your Raiders, uh, constitution saves, please. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even oh see God. that. Thank you so much, DM Lair, for the raid. Much appreciated, oh, my friend. Wow. Hopefully you had a great time doing your DM chat today. I caught a little bit of it. Uh, and as always, you are a master, my friend. So thank you for the support. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Constitution saves. Okay. <laughs> Natural twenty. Nat twenties. Okay. Eighteen. Um. Seventeen. Three. <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> All right. What's your spell save DC, Ollie? Um, for that one, it is. Or my specific one. Your specific one. Okay. Uh. 14. 14. Okay. So whoever's below a four, so a 13 or under, you are now afraid to go anywhere near Ollie. <laughs> However, on the clifftop overhead, Ollie, you see three sets of large, bright yellow eyes begin to pop up all around the camp. The one directly in the center begins to jump down, and as you do, you see this massive beast, more akin to gorilla than that of a humanoid being. However, this gorilla is quite different, as it has four arms. I need y'all to roll initiative for me, please. Oh, no. Let's get a little battle music going, shall we? Battle music. (laughs) 
Oh, also, by the way, Raiders, we are doing a giveaway for dice today, so make sure to use the command uh, exclamation point nightshade, all one word, lowercase, and make sure that you are followed to be eligible to win some amazing, amazing custom dice. But with that said, let's go ahead and change the tunes, shall we? I'm scared. These gorillas have intimidating forearms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get you guys over there and let's get our map up on screen. Okay. Uh, ba, 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 encounter, here we go. All right. Oh, and by the way, everyone, congratulations. You have successfully gotten a reward, but I'll tell you about that in game at some point. In time. Oh, no. So let's start at the <laughs> oh. very beginning. Uh, Alara. Um, I got a dirty 20. Dirty 20, all right, mm -hmm. all right, Pavo. That would be an 11. Okay, tricks. Five. Ollie. Muddy 20. Muddy 20, I like that. Yeah. Eli. 18. 18, very nice, very nice. Lucy. Three. Not so great and shade. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. And Eli got an eighteen. Did we say that? Oh, Eli's back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, as you begin to force the shield up, Ollie, you now see these three massive creatures standing just over the overhang in front of you. Your friends begin to stir in the tent, but you are clearly the one who has first reaction. What would you like to do, my friend? Uh, uh you're on deck. Let's do... Actually, I'm gonna just run and grab the tent that the three are in, uh, Eli, Lara, and Lucy. Yep. And I just want to try and, like, rip it off. Like, just tug it so they just are, you know, ready to go. Okay. As you rush over, you grab the very peak of it, holding on to him. You use all your mechanical strength and begin to pull back on it. Go ahead and give me an athletics check for me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... No, I can't do that. Uh, I'll just... It's eight. You can use inspiration for chess. I will use it then. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's better. 20. Uh, muddy 20. Muddy 20. Oh, absolutely. As you're clamped down on it, not only do you pull the tarp off, you actually pull most of the frame off entirely as you throw it back behind you. Uh, looking back, you see that uh, that fidget now actually has to duck down back into the flower itself in order to, to uh, avoid being hit by it. The three of you are now in open. Ignore that the map, the tent is no longer there. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Ollie? Uh, yeah, for my bonus action, I'm going to cast um, Shield of Faith on uh, Lucy. Okay. Uh, as you hold on to your holy symbol, you begin to radiate the same golden radiant glow that you typically do. Uh, as you do, you look up and focus it towards Lucy, and it becomes begins to streamline off of you, hitting direct Lucy directly in the back as it begins to fly over top of him and cascade as if a second skin of radiant energy is now surrounding him. Lucy, you get a plus two to AC, my friend. Alara? Oh. 
you are up. What would you like to do? First, just be like, whoa, the tent is gone. This is crazy. <laughs> Holy moly. And then I will look and see these gross creatures. And yep. uh, how far away am I? Okay. I will, um, I will, you know what? I'll just go all out. Get, get this over with. I'll cast my hands of time. So I will conjure two silvery ethereal clockwork gears into both of the palms of my hand. And I will do a fancy spin and hurl them at the one to the right, let's say, or the, the north part of the screen. Okay, as you uh, as you focus, the spinning clock-like gears begin to form within your hand, begin to spin around wildly like that of saw blades. You toss them forward. Go ahead and make a spell range uh, attack for me, please. Eli, by the way, you're on so, deck. So it's two of them. So the first one's a dirty 20. Okay. Oh no, well, it's more, but whatever. And the second one is... 26 to hit. Wow. Both of the blades easily penetrate into the thick hide uh, chest of the creature. It lets out a loud growl in pain and a bit of a yelp uh, as you now see a bit of the blood beginning to spurt, spurt from its chest. Forty-one points of necrotic damage. Did you Boom. say forty-one points? Thirty, thirty-one, thirty-one. Oh, I was 31. gonna say, man, I gave <laughs> you way too much. Thirty-one. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. It's the, modeled after uh, fireball, in case anyone is curious. <laughs> the one of the blades that kind of went a little off kilt from the the direct center of the chest, you watch as it actually spins through the clavicle bone of the creature itself. You can hear the crunching of the bone as it continues to spin onward. It begins to split slightly from the side, now exposing a large gap or crevice in the middle of his uh, in the middle of his chest. Is there anything else you'd like to do for your turn? Yes, I would like to spin and make my dress magically sparkle and hopefully billow, billow in the night air. Okay, make a <laughs> performance check for me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, why? It's a three! What is happening to me? <laughs> As you begin to spin around, <laughs> as you begin to spin around the... Uh, the remnants of what's left of the actual tent, you get caught on a few of those post pieces and suffer a little bit of a rip at the bottom of your dress. <gasps> no! <laughs> As Alara looks down in shock, unable to move from destroying her favorite dress, Eli... You give out a large yawn as you kind of look around and see the surroundings around you. What would you like to do, my friend? Uh, Shade, you're on deck. I am going to take my dagger and I'm going to toss it into this bush and teleport there. And that'll be my action and bonus action for the turn. Okay. Uh, hang on. I moved. I should be good. Oh, okay. Yep, yeah. You're good. Okay. All right. So, uh, Lucy and, well, just Lucy and Ollie at this point, um, watch as Eli immediately reaches in for one of his now, uh, fanged daggers and tosses it as quickly as possible over to the side. The darkness of the area, you barely able to see as he just 
poofs and vanishes from view. So sick. That's it. That's me. All right, Shade, what would you like to do, my friend? Pavo, you're going to be on deck shortly. I uh, will move here, and I would create a shade of myself on the other side of the tent to use the south of here. Right there? No, okay. I move here. Oh, sorry. Now on the second one on the on the other side of the tent. Okay. Like an, an, another echo of myself. And that's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, as you begin to move towards, the shadow seems to separate from yourself, almost like a the, sh- the actual shadow itself moving as it begins to form and become a physical state. It peers off and breaks away from you towards the other side of the tent. As all of this is happening, uh, Alara is still looking down at your dress. The first of the creatures begins to move forward towards you. The creature jumps down from its high, high region and begins to slam down on you with its fists. Oh, boy. Uh, What's your AC? It's a 16, but if that hits, I'm going to force a reroll and use my reaction and shift back time. All right, so um, you're able to dodge out of the way from the injured creature. It still seems to be having a hard time trying to to move around with the large gaping wound in its shoulder. The first two slams of its first two fists, you're able to easily maneuver out of the way. However, the third that comes down on top of you, you can't move out of the way just in time. Throwing up your hands, the glow of your magics begin to emanate again, and as it does, it seems to blast it in a cone-like area. As the creature suddenly starts to reverse its movements, you shift out of the way a split second as the third fist comes down. However, as the fourth one comes down, it's able to connect with you. Well, jeez. You take 10 points of bludgeoning damage as it lets off a loud growl, raising its head to the sky in a successful yet rageful state. My god, I just realized I didn't heal yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already down HP. Oh, man. Okay. The second creature is going to be, jumps down, seeing his companion now fully engaged with Alara and is going to make four attacks against Lucy. No. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. Wow. I've never seen that before. Um, I just rolled two natural ones. So I'm going to say that... As the creature begins to make its way forward towards Lucy, it too gets now caught up in the tent, piercing its foot through one of the stakes that seem to be in the ground. The first two attacks, it is completely thrown off by the pain that now jettisons up its leg. It makes one last weak attack. Uh, Does an 18 hit you? Uh, it would, but I'm going to use my reaction to use shield. Okay, so, uh, so 
as the two attacks, one wildly coming down beside you, you're not too concerned about. You're focused on the one now cascading down on top of you, and as you do, you raise your hand up momentarily, almost as if you're wiping your hair back, but a very exaggerated movement as a silvery <laughs> magics appear directly in front of you. The You watch as about three inches from your face as a large paw cracks down on the shield itself. The last is going to start making its way over to Shade as it begins to make its fisting, pounding attacks against him. Oh no. Uh, Shade, what's your AC? 17. 17, okay. So, as the creature begins to pound down on top of you, taking your swords, you're easily able to parry away from three of the attacks. However, the last one is just too quick for you. You take 10 points of bludgeoning damage as you find a fist battering down directly on your left side chest. With that said, uh, Pavo, you are up. Trix, you are on deck. But how many feet up in the tree am I? Uh, you're probably about 30 feet up in the tree right now. 30 feet, okay. So. Roughly. Okay. So then I'm going to take flight. 10, 15, 20. That's 65 there. And... As I'm flying towards, I'm going to do like a spin mood in the air to flap my wings to trigger the new special weapons that I got to attack Very the good. creature next to Trix. Okay. Or see if not Trix, uh, Shade. Okay. Just for the sake of the stream, I'm going to put you right here so that stream can actually see you. Okay. Oh. So as you're hovering up above uh, Trix's tent, you begin to flap your wings and stretch them outwards, flexing the muscles in them. And as you do, you feel a few of the silver blades of the wings begin to loosen uh, and, and take form. Be a 14 to hit. Okay, the first set of blades uh, immediately jettison down towards the creature as they stab in and along his uh, his right side. Um, he seems to be properly engaged with Shade at this point, so he's not paying too much attention of it. Uh, go ahead and roll damage for me. Fifteen. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, my friend? Um, I am going to use a key point to dash so that way I can land right here beside you. Okay. And then that'll do it. As you uh, use your dash, you crash down beside it in a superhero-like pose. Rix, what would you like to do? Lucy, you're on deck. Um, I would like to... So I'm still in the tent. You are in the tent. But I obviously hear all the commotion. You absolutely so I'm hear going the commotion. To, <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to cast suggestion. Can I see through the... Is it like... Can I see him through the tent? Because some tents uh, are very thin. Make a, make a perception check for me. Okay. 
Nine. Because of the way that the campfire is situated, it doesn't seem to be emanating or bouncing off any of the light of the creatures. It's too hard to see. Okay, that's fine. I will come out of the tent then, and I will... I don't know where the exit is, but I'll go... Uh, it's uh, e either either side again. It's just really just a tarp hanging over top of them. So okay, I'll come uh, out towards the fire then. I'll come over okay. here. Um, just in a way that I can see him. And then I'm gonna cast Suggestion on... Well, a little bit further. There we go. So I can see the middle guy. And I'm gonna cast okay. Suggestion on him. And... Does the creature have to know common in order to do that? Mm. Creature has to understand you in order to cast Suggestion. I thought it was a mental connection. Okay. All right. Well, then in that case. Yeah, it says um, within range that can hear and understand you. Oh, hear and understand. Sorry. Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, can I change where I moved? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, okay. I'll allow it. Okay. Okay. Let's pretend I came out of the other side of the tent then. And I'm gonna stand like here. And I'll okay. just maybe a little bit further. Okay. And I'm gonna cast my arms of Hadar and try to hit both of them if possible. But Absolutely. And that's a right. con con save? A strength save. Strength save. Ooh. The one closest to Pavo. Um you watch as he completely is enveloped uh, within these black tendril-like ethereal um, tentacles that pop up out of the ground as they grab onto him and move through him. The second is able to notice you moving a little bit as you run up from behind him. Uh, as you do, he slightly moves out of the way but still is hit by some of the impact of your arms of Hadar. So if you give okay. me the damage, I can go ahead and half that appropriately. That is 12. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? No, that is all. Okay. Lucy, what would you like to do, my friend? All of you are okay. going to be on deck real soon. Um, can I grab Alara from where I am, like diagonally like this, or do I need to move up one? Uh, no, you can use, you can go diagonally. Okay, in that case, I'm going to put my hand on Alara's shoulder, and I'm going to cast Thunderstep. Woo! Wow, okay. So, um, um... So let me roll my d20 here. Make sure that doesn't go wild. Okay, we're good. <laughs> oh god, thank god. <laughs> um, and that's a constitution save. Okay. To, for the damage uh, purposes anyway. Okay. And what's the range on it? Uh, 90 feet foot area. A 90 foot radius centered on you? Um... Yeah, it'll be center, centered on us. Okay, and so I need I need virtually everyone to make a constitution save. I think it only damages... Yeah. 
the enemies though, right? Does it say target or area? It says area. All right, oh, so God. everyone give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Wait, what? You, Eli, also, because I'm a little removed. Uh, it's, if it's 90 feet, foot radius. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who needs wild magic? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't read that right. 21. Also 18. 21. So Alara's the only one who doesn't have to then, I guess. Actually. <laughs> okay. That's probably good. <laughs> what's your spell? What's your spell save DC? Uh, for that one, it's a uh, fourteen. Okay. It actually saves all his friends, but since he hates us, um, we're all screwed. I'm so sorry, you guys. I didn't mean to. <laughs> so, anyone under fourteen will have to feel the full effects of the damage. I think it's half damage. Otherwise, it is. It's half okay. damage. Shoot. Otherwise, all right. So. Uh, as uh, as you grab onto her shoulder, you vanish from sight for a second. However, a sound wave, wave ripples off amongst the entire encampment, knocking individuals over. The sonic boom sound crashes through your ears. What's the damage? Okay. So sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, 18. Each. <laughs> 18 points of damage. That's if you yes. take 100% so those, or 9. Yeah. You did so, yeah, so if you saved, you take half that. If you didn't save, you take the full damage. Oh. I'm sorry. You look really angry. So, <laughs> so, 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 so basically, any, anybody in a, in a t- 10 foot radius from where Lucy disappeared, right? So, where did you teleport, Lucy? Um. So, I'm go- was going to teleport us. over in this direction so we would be i can't move um oh, Laura, move. so you'll I'll need to move next you. to me yeah, yeah. you can go oh, in yeah. any any space next okay. to me so. is the range to teleport 90 feet or is the damage range 90. no it's it's it's, it's 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 a 10 foot radius from where he left and then okay. he, can, he, he cannot take anybody with him he's just living on his own just oh, okay, here. each creature within 10 feet of the space you left make the oh. constitution. Okay, yes, the, the teleport's 90 feet, the actual damage is 10. Uh, okay. My mistake. Oh, okay. It's not as bad as we thought, guys. <laughs> okay, woo, okay. All right, so it's really just Ollie, uh, Shades... Shades Echo. Shades Echo, and then two of the creatures. And Reyna, because she stays there. She, she doesn't oh, yeah. have to teleport with him. He, tele- oh. he teleports on his own. Oh. She's not moving. No, Alara, I, I touched Alara. Me. and took her with me. That's part of no, the spell. No, you, you, you teleport yourself. No, and one other willing Oh, because uh, you're using person. a... Yeah, he's another... using it at a higher level. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, as, you, uh, as you disappear from view, the reverberations cascade throughout the, um, throughout the encampment. One of the creatures grabbing onto his head uh, is knocked backwards, and as he falls back, you can see a little bit of blood begin to trickle from his eyes and from his ears as the creature stops breathing. Nice. Is he okay? Thanks, Lucy. That was awesome. <laughs> the Sorry, I've creature. Never done that before. <laughs> The creature beside him, uh, looking very, very weakened at this point, um, 
seemingly can't hear as it kind of jerks around looking for wherever you went to. It's looking pretty badly damaged at this point. That is my All whole right. turn, by the way. So, Ollie, you are up. Alara, you are on deck. Okay. Okay. I'm going to hit the badly wounded one with okay. um, a second level guiding bolt. All right. As the uh, energies begin to cascade out of your holy symbol towards your hands, you hold them up before flicking them forward towards the creature. Go ahead and make a spell attack for me, please. 22 to hit. Uh, the It penetrates directly into his chest as you force it further into it. The glow of it seems to glow brighter and brighter as you hold the bolt in place. Go ahead and roll damage for me. That will be 13. All right. Um, the creature begins to scream outward as you watch as the hole in his now chest begins to open up further and further. You can now watch as the beam of light shoots out the back of the creature before you let the spell drop. As you do, you can now see through to the other side of the creature directly through the hole as it falls over to one side, dead. Sick. Yes. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Ollie? That's it for now. All right. Alara, you're up. What would you like to do? Mm-hmm. How uh, damaged? Eli's on deck. Mm-hmm. How hurting does this guy look, the last one? He looks a little ruffled, but not as bad as the other two. All right. Um, I will then uh, use my new feature, Chronal Shift. And, oh, shoot. Am I in 30 feet? Is he going to change color? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Chronal Shift, I guess. Um, (laughs) Oh no, oh, I'm sorry. That's it's called momentary stasis. It's called momentary stasis. Please don't hate me. Um, okay, I need a I need a constitution saving throw from the okay. monster. And I will use the new dice sent to us by our lovely friends at Nightshade. <laughs> and I'm sorry, my friend, that is gonna be a 19, which puts its con save Damn. to a 25. Those are some I'm good dice. Guys, those are some good <laughs> dice, man. They've been rolling well. For, they're the only ones who are hitting for me right now. I'm not even joking. Damn. That um, concludes my action then. <laughs> All right. Smoke. Fair Hurry enough. Hurry up and give them away. <laughs> All right. So with that said, Eli. Uh, I am going to attempt to hit the creature with the fangs. So that is a 20 to hit. Uh, how far is the reach on those? It should be 60 feet when I throw them. Uh, I think I think it was 20 to 60 feet. That yeah, was so what they have, were before. So you'd have disadvantage on the throw. You have to be within 20 feet. Okay, I'll use my movement to get within 20 feet. Okay. And then it's a 20 to hit. All right. Uh, so that is going to be 14 points of piercing damage plus two poison. And then I believe it's engaged, so that's a sneak attack, correct? Oh no, I should have, okay. That is gonna be another eight points of damage. Jesus, Murphy. Oh. So, okay, 
let's go through this again. So you had 18, 14, no, how many points of original damage? It was uh, 14 piercing, two poison. So 16 plus eight sneak attack. Okay, and then? That's it. It was just uh, piercing, Sorry, it was eight, poison. Eight with the sneak attack? Eight sneak attack, yeah. All right, so uh, as the... That the dagger flies through the air, uh, you catch it directly uh, right on the side of its neck in between the nape and the clavicle as you watch blood now beginning to spurt up from the wound itself. Uh, it grabs onto uh, the dagger and tries to pull it out, cutting itself on the dagger once more, um, feeding the poison directly into its blood. Uh, right. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh summon the dagger back uh, okay so you need it to be 15, we'll put you there uh, alright can you use the bonus the dagger as a bonus action to summon back yeah that's what right. we decided perfect so uh, with that said the creature now looking relatively beaten based on that attack Pavo what would you like to do okay well I will then just take my spear and just try to finish this guy off in front of me. All right, swinging the spear outward, the blade catches uh, a little flicker uh, off the surrounding campfire as you twirl it above your head, super awesome monk style, as you slam down on top of the creature. Uh, the first one is for an 11. All right. The uh, creature seems to, in its its fury and flailing about with the dagger in its neck for that brief moment, uh, it spins its arm around briefly, knocking your attack just slightly off hilter as it slices down into the ground. I will use the momentum to take my second attack. All right. That'll be a 22 to hit. Okay. Does that hit? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Okay. For 12 <laughs> points of piercing damage. Okay. As you spin around, you drag the blade of the spear up, and almost in a slow motion action, you see a little bit of the sand from uh, the camp area kind of flick up and off of the end of the spear as you raise it back above your head. Pavo. Go ahead and do us a favor and tell us how you vanquished. Oh, it's always Pavo. 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 Well, I would assume as I come down, I missed with the second one, and as I come back, I stabbed it right through the chest as I come back through it. Okay. So, as the uh, using the momentum of the spear, you flip it through the. Uh, abdomen area of the creature it tears a giant hole through the side of it as you feel a little bit of a nick just as you cut through the spine of the creature itself part of it now turns over and bends overward with its feet still properly planted almost bisected directly in half as it then slumps over to the side Anime kill baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just as the final enemy falls to the ground, 
Dalmar, wiping his eyes, walks out <laughs> of the highest tent. What? What's happening out here? There's a, you all very... He kind of sur- stops and surveys the area, seeing blood splattered everywhere, one of his tents completely thrown off. Oh, you're those kind of people. I'll go back to bed as he turns and just completely heads back into the tent. Hell was he implying? What kind of people? <laughs> I don't know. You hear Hi. a call out from the uh, from the tent. The very dangerous kind. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You better watch yourself. <laughs> He's I not didn't wrong. Do anything. The man's not wrong. Uh, Delmar, I think uh, some of my companions might need to bunk with you. My <laughs> bad. Fine. The more the merrier. The more the merrier. Oh. It's absolutely fine. I'll stay out here. <laughs> all right. So, as you uh, all rebed down for a night's rest, shouldn't oh we move the um, dead bodies? Yeah, I was gonna say. I wanna. I wanna <laughs> yeah. see what the deal is with those. Why? Uh, maybe we need like a snack. What? You want to dress it and cut it up and Tricks make some would. steaks and stuff out of it? Tricks would, though. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh. We still got six days to go, you know? Don't want to be hungry. You got probably rations, though. Did That's we get rations? Uh, just don't, just don't <laughs> eat the one that I poisoned, maybe? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't eat that one. That won't yeah. be good. <laughs> Did you guys see how cool and tall I look? Check it out. Eight feet. <laughs> I see that you're tall, but. Well, how did you hide in those? Come on. <laughs> I like you better your normal size, but you do look really cool like this. Thank you, Ilara. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. How long is this going to last? I don't know, Lucy. What'd you do to me? I think it's ten minutes, isn't it? You probably have another. You were never tall. <laughs> 60 seconds that you were that way. So. Oh, I hate to break it to you. Never realized, same height. never realized that he got short again. Okay. You feel tall. You feel tall. Yeah, he's just overconfident. Yeah, your ego stayed high. He's, he's, he's worth it. He's worth it. So, um, All right, never mind. The, tricks, do you want to help me um, skin these things in? Yeah, are you gonna do that? For real? Why not? Um, yeah, alright, sure. Sure. I'm right. going to bed. <laughs> you guys, yeah, uh... Skinning stuff? I'm not helping with that, that I sounds mean, gross. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, if they're skinning the creatures, there's no way we're going to sleep. As soon as they get it, it's going to smell like... We'll move them away from the camp. Yeah. yeah. You guys okay. don't want to just be do careful. Alright, good night. They're Is there anything gorillas. on them? Like... Hmm? Like, is there anything on them? Like some uh, fur. coins or? We can it, on wild animals? Belts? No, no there's, not, there's not belts. Well, I don't know. They have four arms. I don't know how wild they are. They <laughs> <laughs> could have been just, you know. Fair, fair find comment. a posh hat. Comment. Maybe we can sell the skins at the town when we get there. That's I mean, true, look actually. at Pavo. I mean, he's not a wild animal. Plus, well, this would be sure considered just exotic meat, for sure. Yeah, but Jake doesn't follow the law. 
He's over in Trellis, unfortunately. You can, uh, well, um, Alara, you can send a message to Shanks and tell him where they're at. We're not too far. That's true. Oh, yes, I do. I will cast. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I do have a spell slot left. One second, let me just check. <laughs> oh, I do. Okay. I will cast sending okay. to Shanks. The good thing he's a midnight purveyor of meats, so we know he's awake. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> Wait, chat can count with you, Dave. Uh, it's twenty-five words, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> chat, don't don't count with me. That's too many. <laughs> Wait, where are we? <laughs> Is that part of the message? <laughs> We're up the path, and at the fork, we went right. Okay. Hello, it's me, Alara. How you doing? Guess what? We got some meat you'd like. On the road to Boku. Six words left. We turned right. You'll see a mess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Was that good uh, enough, guys? Uh, you know, it's not It'll like we're do. getting paid for it, so. I have one more. Should I, should I send another one and just, like, follow up? If you want. We haven't rested yet, so. Okay, one more to Shanks. Okay. I cast sending again. Right. Do not Hi, thank me again. It's me again. <laughs> oh, jeez. He It's Alara. I think that you should also pay us for this when we see you again. <laughs> you think you got five left? Also, <laughs> yeah. I miss you. Bye. Perfect. <laughs> Well done, well done. Uh, a few moments pass before you get a response. Uh, well, uh, pleasure to see you, hear from you again, Alara. Uh, not sure how you got into my skull. Yeah, I hope it's comfortable up there for you. Uh, I'm not really sure where you're talking about. <laughs> No. Lost cause. He's not sure, guys. I, I don't think I gave good enough directions. You know, but let's just count you our tried. losses then. Yeah, you, you <laughs> can always follow up well, before tomorrow. the meat goes bad. I mean, we, yeah. we could put it in the bag and just next time we're there. <laughs> Not sure if it'll still in be bag good of by holding. Then. I'm not putting I'm not it in my bag of holding. Shit around. <laughs> so be it. It's gonna stink. Yeah, all my stuff in the bag of holding is gonna smell really bad. I don't want that. I say we we'll give up on the meat. one particular bag for the meat and just transfer the other stuff to combine the others. Not my bag. No difference than when we had the stink weed. <laughs> We had to take, we all had to take a bath, Pavo. We couldn't even get into places, remember? We smelled yeah, so bad. That's true. That was not great. Well, that's different. Eh, I think, I think we give up on the meat. 
Yeah, with that, uh, Lucy walks bed. into uh, Delmar's tent because he's not going to sleep <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> All right. So as uh, as Pavo kind of looks down, a little saddened that his his meat scheme didn't work out, but you guys did uh, get a, a fair amount of furs off of the creatures. Um, and with that, you all bed down once again for the evening. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, that is where we're going to take a short break. So as <gasps> promised, make sure that uh, you're ah. following us and you use the command exclamation point nightshade, all one word, lowercase, for your chance to win a very, very sexy set of dice. Oh, hold on. Maybe I can pull them up for you again real quick. Or Ooh. versions of them. Shakshi. Uh, let me get rid of this map. Ooh. Ooh. The Shimmering Rose, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. <laughs> or alternatively, the Dimension Door, possibly. Anyway, we're being sponsored by our good friends Ooh. over at Nightshade Dice and Design. They're going to be giving away a free set of dice for a lucky winner. Um, uh, and we're also getting a bit of a sneak peek tonight for their store opening that's happening this Saturday. Go check them out on Instagram uh, at Nightshade Dice and Design. You can always see the store announcements as well as any sales or new dice that they have going on. So make sure that you get them in there uh, into chat. By the way, uh, there's way too many for me to read right now, but uh, thank you everyone who followed us. And once again, the DMs lair for the raid. If you stuck around, thank you so much. And hopefully you're enjoying yourself. Uh, we're trying to bring the best interactive content possible. So go check out the channel points and see how you can interact with the game directly. But with that said, everyone, we will be back in about uh, five minutes or so, give or take, while we go take a quick bio break, uh, and uh, we'll announce the winners as soon as we get back, so stay tuned. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for sticking around as long as you have. Um, hopefully you got your lovely bevies, your popcorns, uh, looking at you, Cherry Bombette. Uh, but the moment that you've all been waiting for... I'd like to say a very lucky congratulations to Vix Draws uh, for winning our dice set for the evening. Yeah! Congratulations, Vix. I'll be reaching out to you shortly, directly, Woo! and uh, we'll connect and coordinate and get you some real sexy, fancy dice. <laughs> She's in shock. If it's the rose ones, can you like... Spray it with yeah. perfume or something. I feel like that's required Ooh, for those might. ones. We might, we might. <laughs> DM Dave's natural cologne. <laughs> uh, all right. My things are all messed up, so let's go ahead and fix that and fix that one. All right. So, where are we left off? As you all benefit from a long night's rest you awake the next morning um looking around you can see still fair amount of blood stains on the ground however it seems that pavo has done a good job clearing the meat um whether he stashed it somewhere and ate it no one knows but he got rid of it real clean as you all awake the next morning you uh Dalmar begins to pack up the uh, tents, or what's left of the tents, that is. Uh, and the day is now yours. What would you all like to do? 
Keep Back on keeping it. on. Let's get yeah, on that trail. Walking. Yeah. Wait, are the are the flowers still there? The flowers are still there. Yes. Oh, cool. I might take an extra one or two for the road. Okay. You pick a, a few more plump ones that you can see. Some of the larger ones. Uh, as you look down into your uh, the the small flower that's tucked into your lapel at this point. There doesn't seem to be any more pollen in there, but a little bit thicker of a fidget who is laid out onto his back um, with his legs spread out to the side, sleeping quietly. Oh, nice. He's a nice boy. (laughs) So as you continue onward down the path, about an hour's time pass until off in the distance you start to see smoke arising on the horizon, similar to uh, billowing smoke from a smokestack that you are all familiar with. You continue onward for another 20 minutes or so before you come upon what seems to be a small town or village. The area around it is quite dusty, uh, from the uh, from the amount of foot traffic that seems to be happening around the area. Directly in front of the town is a small wooden sign that is held up by two posts. On the front of the sign, it says, Dumper's Outpost. Oh. Okay. As you continue onwards towards the front entrance, a small tumbleweed crosses your path. You walk into the city proper, and it seems that the town really just runs the length of a single road. Most houses and buildings, probably about two stories, some with large signs that hang above, small porches that lead to front doorways. Many of the doors, very strange from what you've seen before, um, cut in two halves that swing bi-directionally on hinges. And they don't extend all the way to the floor or the top, just really blocking the doorway roughly at torso height. Colorful ribbons and ornaments seem to be decorated most of the building's exteriors, uh, some flying a few colored banners. As you approach inwards into the town itself, you see a few individuals walking by, which they seem to all be moving towards the center of the town. Many of the men and women wearing large-brimmed hats or bonnets. Uh, A few folk give nods and uh, a bit of a warm smile as they pass by. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just waving at everybody. (laughs) Hi. Hello. I'm just tipping my hat to all the people with big hats. (laughs) We should have. Uh, we should see if we could get some something better than our. Oh, I was gonna say something that's so not in character. Um, something other than our feet to take us the rest of the way. Oh, Out of game, I was are... gonna say Lambrafitis. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you guys are feeling hungry, I I still have some of Shank's jerky that you guys could eat. Sure. Well, or we could go get... somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we go somewhere? We should. We should see what uh, kind of yeah. see what kind of food they got. Save that for when we need it, eh, Ollie? All right. Thanks, though. Didn't know you guys were picky, but uh, okay. 
<laughs> not picky, right, but you know, we're here. Let's get a taste of the local cuisine. Yeah. All right. Maybe they have chocolate milk here. Just saying. They might. Whatever that is. All right. Uh, I'll take a look around and see if I can find some kind of like food establishment. <laughs> Looking around, you notice that a lot of the stores seem to have clothes signs in front of hmm. them. Hmm. Doesn't seem to be a very bustling town here. Well, it, it is bustling. There are quite a few people who are walking by, but they all seem to be walking to a specific area of town. Can I stop one of the locals and say, uh, excuse me, uh, why are all your stores uh, seemingly closed and you guys are all walking the same direction? You stop a man in a brimmed hat and what you see are overalls at this point. The man has a bit of pointed ears like that of an elf, but his demeanor is very woodsy. Well, you never been to our town before? Uh, the first time. Uh, we're just kind of passing by, but we, we figured uh, we'd check out what kind of local uh, food you have. Well, damned if you're in luck, we're having our, our annual festival over the next two days. I assume that's why some outsiders like you might have come through. Oh, uh, guys, we're in luck. They're having a festival. Is It's a food festival? It's the greatest food festival this side of Trellis. Happens every oh. year, and it's all centered around our number one export of sausages. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, we, we, we got games, events, and prizes that all lead to a huge feast that we're having tomorrow night. And I'll tell you what, you ain't seen nothing till you've seen a bunch of dumpers at a sausage fest. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> Wondering where the joke was. All right. Yeah. Well, this sounds like a lot of fun. I don't think we should pass this up personally. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll go. Absolutely I'll go to not. We're, we're all headed to the main event that's happening right now. You want to go? Oh, right you now? Might. Let's do it. Right yeah, now. We'd like to center of town. This we'll follow so you there. All right, let's head to the sausage fest. Right as you uh, as you begin to make your way to the center of town, you you now see a grouping, a large grouping of individuals that seem to be outside of a large fenced-off area. Directly in the center, you see this massive bull-like creature, almost like a bison. His has very very wild horns. Uh, very matted fur, uh, a long kind of beard uh, almost that sits directly below his, below his chest that runs down the majority of uh, of uh, of his chest. The there seems to be an individual riding the creature as it bucks back and forth, but strangely enough, they are riding backwards, so they're facing the tail end of the creature rather than the front of the creature. The individual you were talking with uh, speaks up again. Says, "This is this is one of our main events. It's the Arock riding, but it's it's one of our newer events. It's only been happening for probably about the last ten years. It happened. Uh, it came up because of uh, because of something that happened at one of our festivals. You see, we had uh, 
one of her town folks. She was a she was a cowkin individual, you know, one of those people who kind of have a bit more features like a cow. Uh, we used to call her cowgirl. Um, and one night she got really, really drunk and said that she could ride an all rock all the way up to Boku and damn near thought that she could. But being so drunk, she got on backwards. And I'll tell you, she hang, hung on for quite some time. So now it's a tradition that if you're going to ride the Okra, you have to do it reverse cowgirl. Well, how hard can it be? All you do is sit on top of it? Yeah, you just jump on top of it. There's a prize in everything that's involved. Mm -hmm. A prize? Well, I can do that. <laughs> that doesn't seem hard. Well, anyone's up. You can just jump on up onto that bull. You just got to make sure you sign up. Okay. Oh, wait, what are uh, your folks' names? Oh, my name is uh, Oliver, Oliver Sprocket, but you can call me Ollie. Ollie, good to meet you, sir. No, by all means, the rest of you go first. It's fine. Lucy, <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure to meet you, Lucy. It's a nice name and you got pretty hair. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take my mirror out. Eli. <laughs> Pavo. Pleasure to meet you. Jade, good to meet you, sir. <laughs> and I am Alara, and I will <laughs> curtsy. <laughs> Try to curtsy. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to meet you all. My name's Marcus, uh, Marcus Dumper, because uh, I'm part of the Dumper tribe around here. Um... We can get you signed up. Just just give me a second. You said your name was Ollie. Anyone else want to yes. try and ride the bull? Ollie's going to go uh, reverse cowgirl on the bull over there. <laughs> well, yeah, so I'm going to sit off, in reverse. Yeah. All right. All right. And he's the only one. I'll go get you signed up for you real quick, Ollie. I'll be right back. Oh, I was going to ask him. I was gonna say, how do you think a little guy like me would fare on something like that? Well, Eli, it's just a matter of holding on as best you can. You're just sitting on a surface. How hard can it be, Eli? I think you can mm -hmm. handle it. All right, what the hell? Yeah. I'll do it. I will right. try to. Well, wow, would you okay. look at Pavo coming out of his shell? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Marcus disappears for a few moments. You see a lot of the count, town folk cheering for the individual that's on the bull. <laughs> Taking a closer look at the event, you now see that the creature easily stands about eight feet off the ground, and when it's bucking, it gets closer to about 12 feet. <laughs> It violently uh, bucks back and forth as it sends the individual who's sitting on top of it at the moment flying, crashing into the boards. You uh, hear an announcer yell out, That's 20 seconds! We have 20 seconds on the leaderboard! Next up, uh, we've got... Uh, looks like we might have ourselves a newcomer. Can I have Oliver Sprocket to the front here, please? Oh, present. Woo! I'll I'll walk forward towards him. All right. Oh, yeah, Ollie! <laughs> Ollie! All right, as you uh, make your way to the front, the crowd parts. You hear a few whispers uh, as, as you move forward, seemingly um, 
curious on who this individual is, this outsider to the town. As you, uh, as you move into the arena, they pull back some of the fencing and lead you into the center of it. The creature begins to uh, simmer down for a, just a brief moment as an individual walks up to it, seemingly casting something. You hear him mumber, mumble a few words as the creature becomes very docile all of a sudden. Hmm. The uh, ranch hand looks towards you. All right, boy, go, go jump up on there. You need a hand? Uh, no, uh, how do I do it? Just just jump right up top? There's a rope on the top. Hold on to that, and away you go. We'll set her free as soon as you're up on there. All right, I'll, I'll do just that. Okay. Um... As you climb up onto the creature, you now look down and see just how far off the ground you actually are. The ranch hand looks back up at you. All right, you ready, boy? Ready as I'll ever ever be. All right, Will. Good luck. Hopefully you don't get dented. And he waves his hand in front of the creature's face again as he runs towards the other side of the fence. The creature starts to twitch back and forth as it starts to rev up its engines, so to speak. Ollie, go ahead and make an animal handling check for me. Six. All right. The first buck, um, you watch as Ollie gets thrown off the creature uh, towards the fence. Ollie, you take three points of bludgeoning damage as you hit the uh, the dusty floor. The announcer calls out, One second! Time to beat is still 20 seconds. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. I'll walk back to my party and be like, Wow, observing uh, was a lot different than actually doing it. That is actually hard. Um, good luck, Eli. Good luck, Pavo. I'll give him a high can five. I, can I walk up to the announcer before he announces the next thing? Sure. Uh, uh, uh. Um, excuse <laughs> me, sir. Sir? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, listen, there's a little boy who's about to come up. Uh, we don't permit, we don't permit young, youngins to do this. He, he's, he, look, listen, just hear me out. He is very sick. Um, and this is just one of the things he's always wanted to do. I can make it safer for him. If you just give me the opportunity to, we're fully aware of what could happen. I'm sorry, sir. No cheating and no sick people on the, uh, on the bull riding this day. I cast suggestions and say the same really... thing again. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Roll a, uh, roll a d20 for me first. Sure. Oh my god. Oh, I thought that was a one. It's a seven. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, wow. And I believe it's uh, an intelligence save or wisdom. Yes. Intelligence. Um, hold on. Doesn't matter. Wisdom. It's a natural wisdom one fourteen. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so uh, as uh, as you quickly mumble the somatic comp- or verbal components of the spell. You watch as, again, his eyes kind of gloss over with a silvery sheen, like that of a second eyelid that slowly blinks. It's just a poor sick boy. Do you mind? 
Well, I guess... Yes, for this time, we can make an exception for that. Where is your friend Thank there? You. Just over there, and I point over to Eli. <laughs> Eli's, like, getting ready. <laughs> right. Eli, as you're uh, kind of bouncing around like a, a prize fighter, you can hear the band playing in the background. Uh, you feel inspired by all of this. You've been warded Bard's inspiration. So you can go ahead and add a d6 to any one of your rolls. Cool, okay. You are that one. All right. Next up on the docket, we have uh, Eli Schmoomples. Am I saying that right? Yeah. It Schmoomples, Eli Schmoomples. Please make your way to friends and like put his hands in the air he's a showman good luck <laughs> all right a few people again whispering uh, as you uh, as you walk into the center ring as you walk up to this creature that towers over you the height alone is more than double your size the uh, ranch hand walks over We'll get your stepladder. And uh, he walks back over to the uh, to the edge for a moment, bringing back a little bit of a, uh, a stepping stool for you to hop up onto. Oh, this might not be enough. Hold on. And he kind of grabs you by the waist and, and helps you up onto the bull. I will do my best not to be humiliated by that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he says, Looking good, Eli. Your guns. I believe this is what you guys call adorable. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Ollie. The uh, ranch hand looks at you and says, All right, you strapped in. You ready to go there, boy? Ready. All right. All right. Well, best of luck. Try not to die. And he waves his hand <laughs> in front of the uh, our rock okay. before running to the side. The creature starts to tilt back and forth. Go ahead and make an animal as, handling check for me. As soon as that gate opens, I cast Reduce on it. <laughs> make it half its size. So oh my riding of the creature. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration. I'm going to re-roll. Ooh. And then I'm going to use my Bardic inspiration for a 10. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Wow. Uh, so that's that gone. That's that gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as uh, as it starts to rock back and forth, it suddenly starts to decrease in size to from its eight foot at shoulder height down to four feet, almost to the point of where you can see the ground at least from where you're standing. Um, but just because of the size difference doesn't mean it makes it any less wild. As it starts to buck you and throws you off. But how long did I last, though? Uh, the announcer uh, calls out. Three seconds. Three seconds. Still have a time to beat of 20 seconds. I'm very proud. <laughs> right. As you wipe some of the mud and dirt off of your vest, you walk back to your companions. The announcer calls out the next individual. We have Pavo. I don't have a last name for it, but Pavo? Pa is there a Pavo here? Did I notice anything shrinking, though? Like, <laughs> Oh, you it, the, the creature shrunk while you were on top of it. Okay, so I would be a little bit like, all right. 
instead of walking, I'm just going to fly up and land right on top of him. Ooh, Go ahead move. and make a performance. Ch oh. oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> as, uh, as Pavo uh, flies down to the center of the, of the arena, he slips on a little bit of mud as he slams face first into the center of the ring. Lifting his head up, you now see a muddy covered um, <laughs> Pavo beak. <clears throat> you okay. try and wipe oh, away Pavo. some <laughs> of you try and wipe away some of the dirt and the muck, but there's just there's a little bit too much there. Uh, for the next hour, you have disadvantage on any checks that require eyesight. Eyesight, okay. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Ross, I I more I pain. All right. Well then, I dropped I... my concentration on the reduce spell. By the way, so it's maybe he's just practicing his falls. <laughs> yeah. All right. So All right, then as I climb you climb up, then. Yep. Uh, so as uh, as you dust off best that you can, you pop up onto the back of this creature. Uh, the ranch hand kind of gives you a nod to see if that you're ready. I'm ready. I lean over and just rub the side of him. Yep. Okay, uh, waving his hand in front of the beast once more, it begins to rock back and forth. First off, go ahead and make me an animal handling check. Animal handling. Natural 20, so 27. Oh my goodness. Very good. The, the creature begins to rock back and forth and starts to buck. You hold on for dear life, almost feeling your talons um, uh, digging into the palm of your hand, holding onto the rope as tight as you can. It sways back and forth. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me. That's a 19 plus 8, so that is another 20. Come on. My right. God. <laughs> holding on, it continues to buck back and forth. You try and hold on as best that you can. Make a strength saving throw for me. Ugh. <laughs> oh my god saving throw dex is great so that's plus four so that's a dirty 20 with the 16 plus four. Oh my vix do you want his dice instead <laughs> yeah i'm really good right now these are the dice uh, my son gave me so they're good as the uh oh as, uh, as you continue to hold on the crowd is now cheering immensely the announcer yells out 20 21 22, 23, as he hits the 23, you get bucked off just at the last ah. second. Sweet. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new winner. Oh. The Birdman, known hey. as Pablo. Oh, you are oh, come yes. on to table to pick up your prize. <laughs> the crowd is, is yelling and screaming your name. As you uh, walk back over to your friends, Marcus returns to you. My God, that's some of the best riding I've ever done seen. Are you, uh, are you, are you used to riding reverse cowgirl? Uh, no, that would be my first time. Well, <laughs> hell if I ever knew, but you're a natural at it. I'll tell you what. You should stick around for some of the other events. There's another one happen shortly. You don't actually do pretty well at it, I think. Uh-oh. Sure, well, oh, what is it? Event be? It's a test of strength. Hmm. All of the individuals that, uh, the strongest folk of our town, they all gather together in the center. 
and we grab the cuts that we're going to be using for the sausage and they pummel it down so that we can start wrapping it within the sausage and whoever can beat their meat the fastest becomes the winner. Shade, you look super strong. I bet you would do so well at this. What about me? And I'd give like the most mm. pathetic like flex of all time. Yeah, I think yeah. Lucy? I think Lucy, I, I think Lucy would be great. You know, I reckon, like, I couldn't keep my balance, but, sorry, I don't know why I said reckon. I think this guy's rubbing off on me. But I think I can you beat some right, meat. Reckon. I reckon I can beat some meat. Well, we can get signed you up, signed you up for that one as well. It happens a few hours from now, so you got a little bit of time. Maybe you can look around the town a little bit. All right. Okay. As uh, as he walks away, it's a pleasure to meet y'all. And if uh, you need any help, then just let me know. Name's Marcus. Hopefully, I'll see you at the, the hide the sausage event tomorrow. <laughs> you you'd be shocked at what uh, the the different holes and crevices those sausages can stick themselves okay. into. <laughs> hey, where's the nicest place to stay in town? Nicest place to stay? Well, gosh, that's gotta be. Uh, Probably Molly's. Molly's place is probably the best. Ale and Popper she has over there. Mm. That sounds great. Thank you. Guys, oh, we should no, stay no. there tonight. As um, as uh, he begins to walk away, he uh, nods towards an, a very large individual walking up to you. You hear him whisper, Afternoon, Sheriff. Sure. Walking directly oh, no. in front of you, you see a very large bipedal bull-like individual. Some of you would recognize this as a minotaur. He's got a large ring that seems to wrap around his nostrils, as as well as a large 10-gallon hat with a very large brim. On his chest, you can see a beautiful, shining golden um, uh, metal or uh, badge. And tricks you notice a very interesting contraption on the side of his hip. It seems to be metallic and round in areas. It seems to be slung in some kind of holster. He walks up okay. to you. That's some uh, mighty fine riding there, Pilgrim. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I must say, I've never fun, seen a bird ride a bull that well before. Y'all newcomers to town? Yeah, yeah my name is real. Ollie. What, what? What is your name? Yeah, it's Levy. Sheriff Levy. Pleasure to meet you, Kimasabi. Um, Ollie. Right, right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, y'all uh, come into town for the festival? I mean, we didn't at first, but now we're definitely going to stay. Sounds pretty pretty fun. It's, uh, it's a sight to see, that's for sure, little lady. My name is Alara, by the way. Pleasure what? to meet you, ma'am. What? What'd you say? So you hear that shade? We're going to stay. Let me slap him on the back. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, as uh as the town sheriff, I have to let you pilgrims know not to 
cause any trouble while you're in town. You heard I got my eye you? everywhere around here. What's considered trouble here? Just out of curiosity. Well, fighting, draws, stealing, the basics. You okay. seem like all right people in my eyes, though. You should be all right. Keep your nose clean and stay out of my business, and you'll be suited no problem. Uh, what, what, what is that that you got that you got there in your holster? This right here? Yeah. And he pulls it out and begins to spin it around on his finger. You see um, a what would you would recognize out of a game as a revolver. He spins it around his finger around a few times. This is a little invention of my own accord. I seen it out in the prairies. I thought I'd bring it here. And with one last flick back, he puts it back into his holster. Call it my pocket cannon. All right. Miniature cannon. That's right, little lady. That's some fine craftsmanship. Is there somewhere around here that we can, uh, we could get one of those? Yeah, these things aren't for sale. You got to make them personally. Every true pocket cannon slinger, they make their own. Puts their own little edge onto it. The only way that you could possibly get one of these is to take it out of a dead man's cold hand. And I reckon that you ain't enough to take it out of my cold hand, little lady. Ah. Oh. Stay down. That's just a joke, ma'am. My apologies. <laughs> And As, how would you go about learning how to craft something like that? Well, you gotta look at a cannon. You gotta figure out how they work. And then you gotta make them smaller. Rest Fair of the enough. design, completely up to you there. All right, As, well, we uh, won't cause any trouble here for you, Mr. Levy. Sheriff Levy? Sheriff, Sheriff Levy, if you don't mind there. As uh, as you continue to talk to him, you see a another smaller man, actually smaller than Eli, start to make his way up to the group. He's got um, a very fine suit on, but seemingly quite dusty and faded. He wears a large top hat as well. The individual is clean-shaven, and you would recognize this as a gnome. Um, my, howdy, folks. Welcome to the town. My name's Mayor Diddley. I'm, uh, pleasure to meet you. Hope you're enjoying yourself and your stay up in the festival. Uh, mm -hmm. Sheriff Levy, if I could have a quick word with you. Of course, Pilgrim. What can I do for you, Mayor? Well, uh, as we, uh, talked about before, we've been having a little bit of a problem out at Lorenzo's farm. These things have been going missing lately. And uh, he was hoping that you could go take a, take a quick look at it for him. I'm sorry, Pilgrim. I can't do that for you right now, Mayor. I'm watching over things in the festival. You'll have to find someone else to take care of it for you. We're really good at taking care of things, especially uh, for friends. Oh, God. <laughs> I, think, I think what she means is especially for money. Especially for money. We're good at taking care of things. Well, I guess. Or uh, uh, passage to Boku, like a carriage, maybe. Oh, yeah. Then maybe we, we can talk. I don't think I can give too much money. We just spent a lot on the festival. Sausages yeah. are quite expensive this time of year, apparently. 
but I probably could help you out with some passage. Maybe get you a couple, uh, couple horses and a carriage. Take you right there real quick. That would be amazing. Do you have a white horse? So he has a unicorn. We have, <laughs> we have a white horse, but maybe uh, we'll get you. We, we can get you fixed up with something that'll get you there real quick. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Fast Look, horse. We'll be fine. So, in exchange for these horses, what would you need done? Well, it's uh, Lorenzo down at the edge of town there at his farm. He. Uh, He's he's been talking about these strange occurrences out there. It's uh, things have been stealing from him. Says it's the specters and the knights that are coming to get it for him. But never heard of specters stealing things before. But Lorenzo's one of the oldest members of the Dumpers in town, so you've got to trust him. And he's providing the food for the festival tomorrow in terms of roots and vegetables. So we just want to make sure that it's all on the kosher and we can get through the festival just fine tomorrow. All right. Yeah, we can go check it out, right? Where's the farm? Do you know if, if you Lorenzo is the, in town or at his farm right now? If you head down the lane, last house on the on the street corner, that's the farmhouse for Lorenzo. His farm's directly behind there. You can't miss the big red barn. Okay. So you'll Let's do go it. Check it out. What do you think, guys? I mean, it these makes have it been great festivities so i think we we owe it to the town to you know help them in return yeah then we get we get free horses technically and a carriage get, that's awesome what do, you do we get to horses? keep the horses well it's are you do they have to be horses <laughs> um, um what's the other what, what else did you have in mind yeah we we don't have a lot of horses around here but We'll get you a steed, say that, some kind of mount that can help you along your way. Be just as good as horses, do the exact same thing. Promise Fast? You. Will it be well, fast? Fast as fast as that carriage can take them, for sure. You don't want to go they... too fast and break the damn carriage on the way. All right. Are they, like, fluffy or scaly or... I'm sure we'll figure that out later, Alara. It's better than walking, right? I guess. But aren't you curious? Don't you... Do, do they come with really comfy saddles? I think we'd be in the carriage, and they would be pulling the carriage. So as oh. long as they're not dangerous, oh. I'm okay with it. I thought that's what you meant when you said you wanted a carriage. Mm-hmm. Four horses for a whole carriage. That seems like a lot. But hey, then we'll move fast, I guess. But no horses. But no right. For yeah, steeds. 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 Yep. Okay. Well. All right. Well, I reckon we have a deal. You figure it out. And make sure the food gets on the people's tables tomorrow during the feast, and we'll make sure that we wrangle you up some some good steeds to follow along. All right. We reckon we will get it done for you. <laughs> Alrighty then, folks. Well, like I said, you can make your way on down to Lorenzo's anytime. I'm sure he's there getting ready for the festival tomorrow. Nice to meet you, Mayor. Yeah, pleasure to meet you too, sir. And you tried your best at the ho- at the bull ride. <laughs> Gave a hell of I had a good time. I had a good time. I say poor kid, and I just like slap him on the shoulder. Just like... <laughs> 
while we're walking to the farm, I want to ask Lucy, like, hey, man, did you shrink that bowl? No. What are you talking about? It felt like it got smaller. No, no, no. That was probably just your confidence, man. Inside check. I will roll deceptive again. Deception against it. <laughs> well. Okay, let's go. Three. Seventeen. Oh, boy. I'm really well. deceptive. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He'll be like, okay. Just curious, was I supposed to win something for that? Yeah, you were. Deaf. And I also did notice Eli's uh, got a bit smaller. Not that I was uh, being competitive. Uh, sh- 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 <laughs> That's right, uh, Pavo. As, um, as you guys begin to leave, you get called back to the announcer booth. Hmm. Well, as the winner there, Pavo, you did some hell of a riding, and uh, this is for you. And he holds out a long string of linked sausages. Might have found best that we have in town. Enjoy. You should enjoy them. Thank you. I'd cook them first, but up to you, my friend. And this group is not lacking in meat right now. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. Plenty of sausage to go around. <laughs> As, I'm not too uh, upset as, that I lost. <laughs> as you all begin to make your way over to Lorenzo's, uh, you hear a call from the back, uh, a few feet away from you now. Um, I'm going to go to the bar, so I'll meet you guys over there a little bit later. You guys do your thing, figure out. You can take care of it, I'm sure. Not a problem. I need to go get a refill for my flask. And I really want to try these poppers that I've heard about. All right, we'll see you later, Sheriff. Whatever. No, it's not the sheriff, is it? It's the dwarf that we forgot was traveling with us. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Oh, just me, Delmar. Thanks. Thanks for remembering me. Thanks. I have we forget. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you're all making your way to Lorenzo's. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, uh, Lucy, Lucy can contain himself with that <laughs> redemption that we had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he's just waiting for the opportune moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you guys begin to make your way down to the um, down to the farmhouse, Lucy, you suddenly begin to feel a tingling sensation overcome you. Might be the fact that you've used your magic in specific ways. You've used a lot of magic today. Could be just the excitement of the festival. Uh, guys, I think I'm going to sneeze. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Get away from you? <laughs> you all stand back oh, as... My. Lucy, go ahead and roll on your wild magic table for oh, me. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Is there anything we can do, Lucy? I don't. Okay. Uh, 78. Ooh, okay. I cast Polymorph on myself. Oh, no. If I fail the saving throw, I turn into a gelatinous humanoid. Ooh. <laughs> what kind of save am I doing? I don't understand. Do I pick what I Polymorph into? I don't know. <laughs> oh, nope. my God. Uh, just roll against your own spell, DC. 
So I got to beat a 14. Is it just a d20? With no modifier or what? Um, Polymorph, I believe, is... Yeah, just do a uh, d20 and then add your spell modifier to it. Okay. So I think your charisma? Yeah, so it's a plus yeah. three. Eleven. Eleven. No. As as you all stand back, you watch as Lucy suddenly begins to bloat a little bit. Um, <laughs> his appendages seem to stick out, and you lose sight of his elbows and knees. As uh, as he begins to change, his skin becomes a little bit translucent, a little almost plasticky, if you will. As he look, as he begins to look around wildly, you kind of watch as his skin kind of as he moves around and shakes a little bit. I'm like a human booger. <laughs> what is this? Is he like translucent or? It looks like you held like... in your sneeze. <laughs> I want to yeah. try and take his arm and go like this and see. Off of me. <laughs> Poke him as with you, the non-sharp end of the spear. As you, as Alara reaches over and moves his hands, as soon as you grasp him, you feel an acidic um, burn no. hit your hands. You take four points of uh, acid damage. Whoa! Oh, fuck, Lucy! What the hell? You don't want to touch me. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm just like look at my hands. <laughs> I, 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 I love your hair. Great new look. God, what's my hair doing? <laughs> yeah, they. Your you hair like looks mostly like. Um, yeah, it's more akin to uh, to a noodle than hair strands at this point. So does he like jiggle when he walks? Is he like? Absolutely. Oh. Wow, Lucy, oh, so yeah, you got a little junk boy. in the trunk, eh? He can still Shut walk. Shut your mouth, Eli. <laughs> Lucy is the okay equivalent of uh, yeah. a jello mold right now. Wow. It's a Lucy jello mold. Yeah. <laughs> but still shaped like Lucy. Oh, yeah. Still looks like Lucy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, the good news is you look great. Look, just ignore it. Yeah. Let's you move look on. Voluptuous. <gasps> Flamboyant. <Nobody touch> me. <laughs> yeah, don't touch about. Lucy. He looks horrible. Pavo? Well, that's the truth. Pavo always thinks that. <laughs> that's true. Are you still functional? Can you still do stuff? Like, if we were to kind of power through here, or what's the deal? Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> okay. I don't see why this should have to slow us down. Yeah. No, let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Just keep me in the back. I don't want anyone looking at me. <laughs> I think you Aww. still look good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, <Aww>. Ollie. <laughs> um, as uh, as Lucy kind of heads to the back, you uh, you all continue forward, occasionally hearing a little bit of as uh, as directly coming from behind you. You approach close to the end of town at this point. 
and look onward down the road. You can see the farmhouse directly beside you. All of a sudden, you hear from the other side of the porch that uh, is sitting parallel or perpendicular to perpendicular to the edge of the house that you're looking at. I'd be careful going down that road. A lot of history down that road. Excuse me? Collaborate. <laughs> looking over at the... Uh, looking over at the porch of the farmhouse, you now see an old Burbog man. A long, large straw hat, uh, clearly in farmer's attire, seems to be sitting there, rocking back and forth in a rocking chair, doing a little whittling at this point. Yeah, a lot of, lot of history down that road. It's uh, a group of adventurers just like yourselves had traveled down that road not that long ago, disappeared altogether. Said that they got caught hanging from the trees at some point in time. Not to mention that's where the specter comes from every night. Yeah, a lot of history. A lot of history. Specter? Of course, the specter that's been stealing from my farm. Hmm. So this is your farm? Lorenzo. Yes. I mishear you. Lorenzo. Okay. Pleasure to meet you, folk. Name's Lorenzo. Lorenzo Dumper. My friends call me Lore. Nice to meet you, Lord. All right, Lord. Lord Dumper. Lord Dumper. Yeah, that's what they call me. Lord Dumper. Lord Dumper. All right, Lord Dumper. Um, (laughs) We're we're here to try to solve your problem, so any information would be helpful. When does the spirit, Lucy clearly doesn't believe this guy, (laughs) come out? (laughs) You'd be surprised what you see around these pods, boy. Specters and supernaturals all around this place. Oh. Right. And we have a jetty man. So. Is oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to try move not too much to so I don't jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to spe- judge people too much. No, that's uh, fine. When did this whole Spectre situation start? Started a few weeks ago, right around the time of harvest. Seems to be coming around my barn every night, stealing some of the procurements within there. Hmm. Why you, gotta be, you gotta be more specific than that. What's he, What's it stealing? Boots, fruits, vegetables. Okay. Don't know why Spectre would need those kind of things. Yeah, I that's have, weird for I Spectre. Have. What does it look like? Seen it firsthand. It's all white. Long. Almost looks like it floats off the ground with the bottoms all ethereal-like. I lock the door on the barn every single night. It's still still locked the morning after. All the goods are stolen at that point in time. Only a specter can travel through arms. Didn't see arms on it, per se. It doesn't seem troubling to you. Oh, I shot at it. I had no arms and managed to steal from you shot at it and didn't seem to have any effect on it. Hmm. Do you know why it's stealing from you? Well, if I knew that young lady, I'd probably ask it myself and tell it to stop. But I haven't had well, much of a conversation. No, I don't uh-huh. usually talk to specters. You should try talking to everything. Sometimes nope. there's a story behind everything. Nope. 
Have you okay. tried waiting up to see if you can see it? I've seen it once with my own two eyes. Scared the living bejesus out of me. And what did it do? Did it flee? Did it just keep going about its business? How did it react to you? Oh, ran on down that road right there. And Could you tell where it was headed? On the road. What's down the road? Oh, down the road. There's lots of things down that road. Got to be most careful about the, the goblin settlement not too far down the road that way. Oh, and is it how many goblins? People? Oh, no, how many ahead. goblins? Not sure. Handful, baker's dozen. Couldn't tell you. Goblins. Try to stay away from those jungle goblins. Is this a nightly thing that this happens? Recently, been happening a lot lately. What if we were just oh, to hang out here until it happens again and then we can follow it back to wherever it's going? More than welcome. You want to hang out in the barn all until the end of the night? By all means, feel free. Sounds like I guess a, that's what we're doing. Either that Sounds or like just the aimlessly bet. go look for something we don't know what we're looking for. Yeah. 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 You know, Alara. Well, if you want mm-hmm. to go do some investigating in the barn, you're welcome to go do that as well. Let's I got that. some chorin' to do, so if you need me, I'll be out in the fields. All right. I'll head. I'll head towards the barn. Yeah, and start checking it out. If there's any clues in there. Okay. So What's up, as Lucy? You... I was just gonna say. I mean, it's a festival happening in town. We have to stay up all night, and we're actually trying to attract something this time. Mm-hmm. Might be a good night for fireworks. <gasps> yes. Fireworks! That's no. amazing. There's a goblin settlement down the road. He just Aww. said it. Well, oh. if they're aware of the goblin settlement, I mean, I'm sure they know are they the peaceful? town knows how to defend it. I'm, I'm pretty sure the fireworks would fall under making trouble in town. Well, the, uh, it's a festival. Who would be, who would be did mad he say at not fireworks? to set off fireworks? Yeah. He said no fighting. Uh, what do you think of Mr. Dumper? Fireworks? Do you do you want to join us for some fireworks tonight? <laughs> nope, not tonight. It's uh, got to rise early tomorrow. morning. <laughs> okay. Got lots of chores to fair. do. Is there any other questions that you folk have before I return back to my chore? Well, you yes, see no issue with us launching fireworks tonight. Got to take that up with Sheriff Levy. Hmm. Right. We can message him. <laughs> well, sometimes it's just easier to ask for forgiveness. Um, I'm just wondering um, if we make a really loud noise and really loud lights happen tonight, will the specter be scared? Like when the specter comes, is it like really quiet, like dead of night? Or do you know anything? When you shot your gun, did it seem affected by the noise or anything? I don't know what a gun is. I, was, I shot an arrow at it. Oh, <laughs> you said you had a gun. <laughs> it's not even it. called a gun. Portable cannon. Portable story. Portable cannon. Portable cannon. Um, when you shot that, when you shot your arrow, did it seem affected at all? Like with the noise? I guess arrows are pretty quiet, right? Pretty quiet, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. 
guys, I'm just, just worried. I, set the I just fireworks think you would want to. If you were worried about it, then I don't want to do it either. Trust me. I really want to. But and I don't I, know. And I, Lorenzo, Lorenzo said he wanted to sleep because he has to wake up early tomorrow morning. And you want to set up mm -hmm. fireworks ne next to his house? Isn't the festival literally tomorrow? Wouldn't that be a better yeah. time? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And Let's then everyone will see the fireworks and be so happy. I start to go to the barn. We'll stake out the yeah, barn, investigate, and keep an eye out and see what happens tonight. Sure thing. Okay. All right. What time is it roughly right now, Alara? <laughs> <laughs> or actually, what time is it exactly, Alara? DMD. Given given your travel time uh, and the time that you had woken up, oops, sorry, I hit the mic. Um, I'm going to say that it's probably around three o'clock in the afternoon right now. To be it specific, it's about three o six. It is precisely three o six. How long has it been since the rodeo? DMT. <laughs> Come on. Give or take, it's probably been about 30 minutes. There you go. 30 okay. minutes, Pavo. All right. Well, okay, while so we have while we have daylight, we should at least check the barn for any clues. I mean, he says he only saw it once, and he's assuming a specter is stealing food, which is suspicious. So yes. maybe we should check the barn to see if it is, in fact, a specter, or maybe we can figure out it's something else that's stealing. Mm -hmm. A goblin wearing a sheet. Could give it a <laughs> shot. So and, and 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 we have time to go back to town to get some food for tonight. I got some sausages and oh, yeah, turkey. <laughs> Could yeah. have a good yeah, old fashioned cookout. Yeah, I wanted to stay at Molly's, but we can stay here tonight. I think we have to if we want to catch the specter. Pretty yeah. much decided for us. Yeah. Okay. All, right. all right let's go check well, out that barn take a look mm -hmm. you all make your way over to the barn very typical red barn um and as you do you see that the door is unlocked um slightly ajar at this point inside you see um pitchforks and bales of hay uh, a few um I forget what they got. Pitchforks. That's the word I was looking for. A couple pitchforks. <laughs> Pretty standard in terms of barnyard equipment. Uh, along with that, there are a few empty bales that are rest on the side of the barn. Some of them propped up on tables. A few of them just sitting on the ground. And food? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a a bale of like a, a large bucket of food. Okay, I'll go check out the bales. Okay, Look around the ground for tracks and uh, make an investigation check for me. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. As you begin to inspect through the bales, you do happen across uh, a small branch or a sprig of some type of plant that doesn't seem to resemble any of the fruits or vegetables. I'll hold it up and I'll show the group. This seems out of place. 
Does anyone um, know what that plant is? Um, I don't know. I don't think I'm very good with any of that. Maybe. Bravo, make a nature check for me. Four. Four? Never Whoa. seen Whoa. Did you switch your dice or something? No. <laughs> Never seen it before. Hmm. Um, someone hold on to it. Maybe we can compare it to like shrubbery in the area. See yeah. if we can figure out which direction the um, specter came from. I'm going to keep looking. Yeah. You might as well hold on to it. You're closest to the shrubbery. I want to look at the door, like at the the door, how it closes, like is something broken? How does it open? Does it have like a slide latch? Okay. Uh, Trix, go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Okay. That is a four. Okay. Wait, you we have do. inspiration. I have inspiration. Okay. So I'm that assuming, are you gonna use it? Is it twenty? Yes, I will use it. Okay. <laughs> uh dirty twenty or natural twenty? A dirty twenty. Okay. As you begin to look at the locking mechanism and the um the actual handle of the door, you, you try and take in as much as possible. Looking at the lock itself, you can see that there are scratch marks around it. Very interesting uh, considering a key shouldn't create those types of markings. And what kind of lock? Is it like a lock for a key type of lock? Or... Yes. Okay. Mm. She... Are, are you telling the rest of the group? Or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, guys, look at these look at these scratch marks on this lock. Do, do they, they look, look like they were made to you? Well, do they look like they were made from like a claw or Eli, it you walk like it was made uh, from a key. You walk over to the you walk over to the door looking at the locking mechanism proper. Um you would immediately recognize this as someone has been picking the lock. I'll relate that to the group. Okay. Doesn't seem a very ghostly thing to do, does is it? I mean... Oh, no. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed. I was hoping we were going to meet a ghost or specter. Why? Would Wouldn't you want our job cool? to be harder? I don't want to meet a ghost. Hey, we still don't know what's lockpicking this door. Now we know it's a real thing. With a with a ghost, I don't know. Out of game, I'm freaking out. Are we actually having our first like Scooby Doo mystery mission? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I got away with it. Well, from you damn kids. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, can I hold up the the um, sprig? I think you called it, and see if I can like match it with shrubbery in the area. Like if I step outside. Sure. Make a nature check for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good sign. Ooh, that is a three. 
looking We're around, it's, with our surroundings. it's really hard to tell, but there's there's nothing that you see immediately that matches uh, the the branch or sprig that you hold you might, in your hand. We might want to take this to Lorenzo to see if he can identify it. Uh, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. Also, I'm starting to think, should we set up a trap? A hundred percent we should. Yeah. Oh, is yes. someone gonna Wait, be the also, bait? why is the lock picked if Lorenzo if Lorenzo said that he went through the 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 I mean he thought he went through the that the door was closed. Right. Well, I'm guessing it fits with the theory that you think a he ghost wouldn't be stealing the food. Maybe he's just think, assuming because the door yeah. was locked and now things were missing inside. And maybe they're relocking it when they leave. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Probably just oh, covering the track. Yeah. Gonna get anything? You know, I just want to say, guys, when we set up our trap, I think we should be kind of nice because they're stealing food, which probably means they're just trying to survive. So maybe it's worth just being a little nice and talking to them first to see what the issue is. Mm. I'm, yeah, I'm all for that. I mean, we should figure out why they are doing it, and if mm. they attack, then we'll be ready to defend ourselves. Yeah. Oh, I'm curious as to your line of thoughts on that. I know that you aren't about stealing, but what if it's for food? Yeah, Papa, mm, yeah, that's Papa. interesting. Way to put me on the spot here. <laughs> Just curious. You're so vocal about your stealing and feeling it's against all your morals. Well, all the stealing that has been taking place so far that or has been approached has been for just mundane items. Food is mm. another issue. Okay. Survival versus just lining your pockets, totally, totally different issues. But, but what if you're survive, trying to survive a bomb? There was no bomb. <laughs> mm, there might have been, Pavo. You, don't, you didn't bomb. know you that. You totally lied and you know it. Own it. I did. I did lie. But okay, you okay. don't know if there was a bomb. We're so, yes. Anyway. Seems like we're in agreement that so we maybe we a should just find trap. out well, with this trap, find out, maybe not trap anybody, but follow to see where they go. That's then we can know for well. a fact the reason behind it. Okay, but the trap doesn't have to be like a grab, a grab you type of trap. It could be like a, you know, like maybe there's like ink on the the lock, and then now they have blue hands. Now we have to go around finding the person. You're supposed okay. to track them in for case that. We don't see them. That's true. Well, so how far does your you daggers went. for range for you to teleport? Sixty feet. Oh. As far as I can throw that, it. Though, that's, that, was a, that would have been a good idea. Um, okay. Well, this also, if, that if I also can plant, isn't going to get us our carriage. Well, do you think that I can plant the dagger on the, on the specter? Because if I can plant the dagger, then I can teleport to wherever they are. But then I'm missing a dagger. Or I can just follow them, stay on top of the roof until I see something, and then follow to their location, scout it out, and come back and let you guys know where it's at. Yeah. I doubt they'll be looking up, hopefully. Yep. So do we want anyone in the barn to see what's going on from the inside? 
I feel like we should have eyes in a few places. Wait. Maybe Alara, because she can cast message. What if sure. we what if we just dug a hole where the lock is and then covered it with grass and foliage? There's that too. You just <laughs> want to problem and thinking. And then we can question them from there. Yeah. I like that. that, but not too deep. We don't want them to get really hurt. They'll be fine. Just the hole. Maybe we'll put a mat at the bottom or something. Something cushy. Your bedroll. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. Well, there's plenty of hay in this barn. Yeah. That too. Guys, I feel like I just feel like they're gonna know if the if the terrain underneath the door <laughs> all of a sudden changes. Look, it's it's a backup plan. Or well, rather this would be our main plan, and if that doesn't work, then we'll, Pava will still track them. It's just a okay. or I can use my new darts to see if I can put them to sleep. Oh yeah, I got one of, I got some of those too. I mean we could just be inside the barn. We can have a couple in the barn, a few on the outside. Yeah, we need Just at least right someone behind on the, the door. outside. All right. And then we lock them in the barn and say, hey, so, what are you doing? Who's going on the inside? Who's going on the outside? Since we know that Pava's in the air. I feel like Lara should be on the inside. I'm not mm-hmm. that good at sneaking around, so I should be wherever that's not necessary. Wherever you don't look have to move. Lookout somewhere? <laughs> What's that? A lookout somewhere? Yeah, that might be. That might be best for me. Yeah, should, I should probably. Or should stay... Alara be lookout to warn people that someone's coming coming in? I well, don't know. Pavo, oh, but Pavo, I I'm the only. I guess I'm the only one that can can communicate. But Pavo's yeah. really good at seeing things. I'm okay how's at it. Gonna, how's he gonna let us know what he sees though? Just I make a decent eye. bird sounds. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Can you make a sound that you would make so that we can practice? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We need to make sure we know it's the right bird. Uh Uh-huh. The right bird. Yeah. I was going to have a sound effect instead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got that. I can do that. Yeah. So when I hear that, then I'll send a message to somebody. Sure. All right. I'll be in the barn as well because I kind of stand out amongst yeah, the locals. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be on the outside to track from the ground. Okay. Shane, what are you doing? You're just sort of slumping in the corner there. Babysitting. Yeah, I'll probably be just be doing the same thing. Nina gets a tree, wait for it. If you want to talk to it, you don't need me. If I don't, if I want to talk, oh, talk to it. Yeah. Why? Just call, me, you... just, call, just call me if you want to slice it. You kill everything? No. Okay. So, I we can like punch him, that's fine, but no, maybe but when, we when, don't when, need to. I think what he's need? saying is he's not the best talker. Yeah. And when, mm-hmm. when, when you decide you're ready to kill the goblin, we'll kill mm-hmm. the goblin. Until okay. then, if you want to talk to it, make friends. We don't know if it's a goblin or what yet. Mm-hmm. Just that is a strong the, hypothesis. From town, too. We don't know yet. 
Well, maybe Shade should wait inside with me and Ollie just in case it becomes dangerous. So it's not just me and Ollie fighting this thing. Well, where are okay. Chicks and Lucy? I thought Lucy was an outlook. Lucy's lookout and then tricks. I'll come inside. Mm-hmm. All right, so three on the inside, me and Lucy on the outside, Pavo in the air, Shade leaning against a tree. No, I'm inside too, I heard. <laughs> oh, you're inside. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I just I just go and lay down in the hay. And we okay. hope that this Quickly, thing does come tonight. Are right. we uh, are we digging this hole then, or? Let's get to it. Nah, we don't need to dig. We don't hole. need the Come hole. On. Why not? I think. What if we? <gasps> what if great. we dig the hole on the inside? There you go. Instead that's of pretty, the outside. That's smarter because they'll be smart. in a rush to get in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll see the that food and they'll do. They won't even care. And there's hay all over the floor in here. We could cover it with hay. It'd be great. Yeah. Looking looking right. down at the barn floor, you do see quite a scatter of hay that's over top of wooden planks. Oh, oh maybe weird. ask Lorenzo okay. before we start ripping out his floor. Or we dig it where the lock was, like, we can originally planned. A hole. Yeah. Well, no, that we, do we don't want to do be digging the, through Lorenzo's side of the door. So the wood. wood. So do it in front of the door. That doesn't work. You get a caca and then. Uh, it's gonna get, the, the, they're gonna get I sussed see. out if they see a trap yeah. it, like if it doesn't work it yeah. means they saw it which it's means they're not obvious. coming in yeah. all right if y'all want to play the tracking game let's do that then yeah we'll just wait inside and then try to ambush out. him yeah yeah sure. and i'll okay i'll be a look at him one side then if i see him running i can just dive bomb and tackle him okay all right so from what I understand, Pavo's going to be in the sky. Mm-hmm. Eli is on the outside, close to the door, but not in view. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is going to be inside the barn. Lucy's out. I'm outside too. Oh wait, Lucy's I should be inside. Why? If I have to roll a stealth check, I'm at dis- I have disadvantage. Just doesn't really matter. I mean, we've got Pavo okay. in the sky, so you want to come? Be come hang out with the- us. I'll be on the other side of the street or I'll be inside. I don't care either way. Just tell okay. me what Just I'm doing. Pick. <laughs> Are you on the inside or outside? Inside. I'll be inside okay. just because I can see that fucking going bad. All right. As uh, you all begin to take your positions as the night begins to approach. Before we get into this moment, I need everyone to roll stealth checks for me. Everyone? No. Are we hey. Not- I, w- I would be laying down and falling asleep and not staying up. All right. Oh my gosh. You'll be pretty stealthy then. Okay. I'm going to probably end up needing my inspiration. Eight yes, plus I eight, will. so 16. Okay. I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. 21. 18. 17. Okay. 15. Eight. Shade? Eight. Uh, 21. Okay. The evening rolls on. You hear the commotion coming from the town center. Uh, Seemingly the sound of people walloping 
uh, cuts of meat with hammers as lots of people are cheering onward. The noise dies down and you wait around till about midnight. All seems to be quiet at this point. Out of the corner of your eye, Eli, you see a small white figure coming out of the jungle. It begins to make its way towards the barn. At this point, it's probably only about 30 feet away from you. 30 feet, eh? As it gets closer to uh, the barn door, you hear your friend Ollie say, does anybody want any of the hero jerky? (laughs) As he says this, the specter seemingly stops. Can I do something? And begins to move back towards the tree line. It's... How far is it from me? It's about 30 feet at this point. Okay, I am going to attempt to shoot one of those sleeping darts at it. Okay. (laughs) You probably have about one shot before it gets into the tree line. Okay. Go ahead and roll an attack for me. Okay. (laughs) So this is going to be a ranged attack. Nine to hit. Guys, I've been rolling so bad all night. Yeah. I don't think I've rolled anything over like a 10. Yeah. Except for your hit. stealth check. <laughs> no, that was a 7. <laughs> oh, mine was 2. Mm. Oh. 9, to, nine hit. to hit. The dart goes flying towards the specter. And while it doesn't land as best that it could, you see the dart pierce what you now realize is a cloth that pins it to a tree. As you do, it begins to wildly thrash around, trying to escape. It looks like it's going to break free at a moment's notice. Eli, what are you doing? I'm rushing right at it. Okay. Am I seeing this from the air? You are. You completely see this from the air. I start dive bombing towards that direction. Okay. As Eli and Pavel almost neck and neck start rushing towards this clothed individual. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Eli makes it there just in time right before Pavel. He reaches forward, grabbing onto the sheet and pulling it off to reveal something. Damn it. And I'll tell you no. all about it. Damn it. <laughs> no, he's coming. I knew it. Because no. that is a story no. for another day, my friends. No. <laughs> Waste yep. of a sleeping dart. <laughs> well, if you rolled a little bit better, it would have been way better. I know, I know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so, 
to those of you who have stuck around to the end, thank you so much for uh, watching and sticking around. Uh, to all the subs and follows and all of our new friends who have joined us, um, love to have you here, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, if you want to connect with us, we've got an amazing community of not even just members or individuals. We're all friends there. Um, and if you have Discord, come check it, check us out. We usually do hangouts on Friday nights uh, with some of our members where you can come chat with us, some of the other cast members, as well as some of our many community members. It is a lot of fun, uh, as well as posting all of our supplement material that we do on world building uh, on Sunday mornings. So... Um, check us out there. Uh, we do also have uh, another giveaway that we're going to be giving away, not next week, but the following week. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be have, having lots of socials and whatnot. Um, so check out our Instagram and things and socials and all of all those wonderful things. Mm -hmm. But until next time, my friends, mm -hmm. I beg of you all one word of caution. To all the adventures out there saving the lands. <laughs> to all the heroes protecting that which matters towards them. I beg you one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. <laughs> we'll so catch bad. you in the next one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Bye.